Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jamison Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jamison Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. You went on. You went on a trip. You came back. You hit puberty. Oh, mid, 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 mid <laughs> no, I was just looking at Moon's ear. <laughs> moon's oh, ear. It's like a, it's a I have one of those. It's lacy. Yeah. It's a Moon's ear. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, totally took your joke. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was a. Hey! <laughs> Getting a first look at it. Yeah, yeah. It looks a hundred times better. Actually, a few people yesterday said. Oh, it's like it looks like it's attached to your head now. It's the right color. Before it was yellow and red, and it looked like a dead ear. It looked well, like a dead man's ear. The softball accident was on Wednesday, so you were not here Thursday, and I was out Friday. So I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen oh, it. Do, it doesn't even look. It, it, I oh, mean, dude, it, it looks like my this. ear again. And before it looked like a dead Let man's ear still on to me. I hate to say this right now, but it does not look bad. Let me see. I think it looks better. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. What, they put a monkey ear on? <laughs> that's actually his inner thigh. <laughs> no, it's it not. Like that. I can t- I mean, that, I, you know, now they can take foreskin and... Right. Yes. <laughs> you know that, they craft your ear out of foreskin? <laughs> yeah, his ear's now made of foreskin and his pinky toe. It you can tell when he's excited. It reminded uh-huh. me when they took that human ear and they, they grew it or something on the back of a mouse. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's oh, that's what God. it looked yeah, like. That it was, was the wrong ridiculous. Color. Does it hurt? Oh yeah, it still hurts a lot. It's mm. full of blood on the back, which is why it's pressed mm. off of my head. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a hematoma mm. in there as well. So 
Mm. Whatever. Mm. It's getting better, though. It's fine. You look less like a UFC fighter today, so it's, that's it's good. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Huh? It's still uneven, though. You know? And I yeah, got so a, a little bit. I got a video shoot on Sunday, and we're trying to figure out, you know, should we just do it from my right side, or you should could, we just do it from the left side? It. Yeah, just pin it A little it Velcro, two-sided, yeah. uh, double-sided yeah. tape. I don't think anybody's going to notice. Great idea. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. let's be honest, it's a little noticeable. It's noticeable right now. I'm like, hoping. if I look at you straight on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're no, also no, no, no. looking for his ear. I mean, it's, uh, you know. You should have seen it the other day. I looked like sloth. It was pressed off. You could wear off. a wig and uh, cover it. <laughs> it was pushed off my head and then down. So, it looked like yeah, a sad dog. Right. But it's better. I appreciate your concern. And were you uh, concussed? Was yeah. it an official concussion? Yeah, for sure. And I had this. I had the symptoms for a few days. But, I mean, concussion symptoms can range from what I had, which was, you know, the... Not, I, I, for lack of a better term, I would say dizzy or, uh, you know, your vision and your equilibrium is just completely mm. thrown for, for a little bit, up to, you know, throwing up and, right, and yeah. really hypersensitive Sir, to Sir, what day is it today? Spaghetti. <laughs> in, a, in a French accent. Oui. Yes. Oui, oui, spaghetti. So I didn't have any, I didn't have any of the bad yeah. spaghetti. Well, you guys ready for the lock-in tomorrow? Yeah, man. Ooh, Kim's ready. It's going to be awesome. Tomorrow? It. No, that's next month. No. Let's put it off. No, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow, right after the show, boom, up to Gingham's. Lock it in. Lock it in. Mm-hmm. Any plans? I mean, have you discussed anything, really? You're just going to sit there? Are you going to bring anything to read? I'm going to start with reading the menu. I'm going br- to bring my laptop. <laughs> I'm going to read the menu. That's pretty much it. They have Wi-Fi there? Times. Who knows? Uh, I'm not know. sure if that's a place that's going to have Wi-Fi. I don't know if they do or not. Gingham's. I'm I'm pretty sure that we will have it. Honestly, though. it's one of the it's one of the few places, and this is a good thing. It's one of the few places when you go in and you're eating, uh, you can look around and nobody's on their phone. You know what I mean? There's nobody on their phone. Why is that? I think it's because everybody's just they, there to eat. I don't know. They what take everybody's phone right when you walk in. There's <laughs> huh? a basket. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going to a Jack White concert. <laughs> You have to put your phone into a bag, and you can't get it until you're done. Yeah, it's just one of those, like, you know, family-style restaurant where everybody's there with somebody, or they're meeting up with somebody, or, or they're having the... Like, Scott used to have his creative meetings there, so, like, people are there to, like, in, enjoy the, the company and the food. Yeah, and I mean, you they, could say that about any restaurant. No, are you going to bring your own hotspot? Uh, I think we'll probably have one there provided for us. All right. So, so uh, right after the show tomorrow, heading up to Gingham's. In uh, St. Charles, lock in for 24 hours. At the same time, Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon will be going on. Mm -hmm. All to benefit the Ronald McDonald House uh, Charities of St. Louis. So that money stays local. Great charity. Money stays local. And I'm sure you guys will be live streaming and encouraging people to come on up, break some bread, stare at the... uh, at the dudes in the booth. Yeah, man. And 20% of your bill will go to the charity. So awesome. That's great. And thanks to Gingham's one more time for helping us out with this. It's a great cause. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a time. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun until about probably 7 p.m. And then I'm going to go. Wow. We are, we are still here for a long time. 
There's we Jeff sitting right next to you in the booth. Still, you know, you know, you know, you know when it's gonna, you know when it's gonna hit. It's when the when the sun goes down. No, no, no. You know when it's gonna hit is no matter what time it is. As soon as after we eat dinner. As soon as after we eat dinner, I'm gonna go. Oh my god. Well, again, it's not like you guys can't walk around. Oh right, right, right. But I mean, it's still it's it's not like it's the size of you know a mall. I mean, it is a square. Yeah, I mean, you can stretch your legs. It's not like being in a in a prison cell. It's it's going to pick back up probably around like uh, midnight, one o'clock mm-hmm. when the when the when the when the drunkards stumble in. You know and that's going to be awesome. You know it's good. You guys have uh, coffee, endless supply of coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's it's true. Coffee. yeah. and yeah. and I get to and I get to if I if I want to I can go. You two, I'm leaving you guys, and I'm going over to the smoking section. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's got a smoking section? Yeah. yeah. That's there, separated by a half wall. Yes. There is Wi-Fi, by the way. Oh, look at you guys with the Wi-Fi. Yeah. We're set. Now, it only can handle two computers, but uh, and I think we're ready the, to roll. I think I think what's going to get us through is our fan base. Yeah. I, I, th- I think people coming no up doubt. there and participating in the Radiothon and us talking back and forth with Donnie, trying to keep him up. He's going to try to keep us up. I think that's really going to push yeah, us through. Yeah, that's the great thing is Donnie will be in the studio able to talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind, I kind of, I kind of chatted with Donnie a little bit yesterday. He was like, uh, you know, when we were kind of doing the little crossover, he's like, "What do we, what do we got planned for Thursday?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. We don't have a whole lot of anything planned." And I said, "We'll check in with you." And then I go, "Where we're really going to have fun and we're really going to help each other is when it's two in the morning yes. and you're here staring at a computer well, screen and we're there radio. staring at a computer screen. Yep. <laughs> that's going to be some good radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah about three, three thirty. Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to hop on with them on, uh, on Friday. And we'll have some fun. We'll raise some money. I think I'm going to come up Thursday for dinner. Yeah. you. Sh- oh, you know what? If you are going to do that, do you like uh, cornmeal battered tilapia or chicken and dumplings? Damn right. Chicken and dumplings. That's the special tomorrow night. You're damn right. I'm going chicken Might as well call them chicken and yumplings. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> You're damn right. Damn, a $5 breakfast. Two eggs, two bacon strips or sausage links, and three buttermilk pancakes. I'm telling you right now, four ninety nine. Their breakfast is the jam city. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we're gonna be on the radio with our mouth full. That's for sure, and mm. especially in the morning. It's happened to me before. Truth be told, I'm uh, the Italian Benedict. <laughs> you're gonna absolutely love Riz. I oh, think yeah? you should try that. All yeah. right, I will. It's Truth- the garlic toast with the marinara on it. Oh it's yeah, a, you're right. Yeah, I, I, I probably will like that. Truth be told, I'm not worried about any of the hours at Kingham's. I'm worried about. Three hours after on Friday when I'm trying to settle the day or figure out how to take a nap and then get what I need to get done and spend time with well, the kids. Like the, Friday is what I'm worried about. Here's the big issue, guys. We're moving like our first day in the new studio is next Tuesday. <laughs> so we got to make sure our office is packed up. Everything's all good to go. I just can't wait to get out of here. I want to throw a Molotov cocktail in this place when we well, get you out. Know, I know we're not going to get our deposit back. Gonna but, be, uh, you, know, you don't burn the gonna place gonna down as you leave. <laughs> supposed to leave it better than whenever uh, he came in. Well, Scott's going to just go around and spackle up the nail holes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wipe the windowsills. But our first day is Tuesday. So this is our final Wednesday. Wow. At Union Station. This is it. Our final Wednesday here. The final It's going to be Wednesday. it's going to be sad to to leave in a way. It's going to be It's going to be it's I'm going to miss this place a little bit. A lot of memories here. Yeah. 
lot of good things happen in this building. So far, nobody this summer has turned an ankle running from our car to the front door when we get here. We still have a couple days left. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was the end for me yesterday. Oh, yeah. Walking up to the building, just casually strolling, not thinking about anything. Time of day, time of day. uh, 3.40, was it? 3.35? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as I'm walking up, I uh, turn that little corner to go into the cubbyhole where the double doors are where we go in every Mm -hmm. morning. And there's a gentleman there with the backpack on just tugging at the door. And I go, hey. And he goes, what's up? And I go, was it a, a homeless gentleman? No, it doesn't look like it. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Urban pioneer. <laughs> no, it didn't look like it at all. No. And I go, can I help you? And he goes, nope. And then walked away. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Because you're not expecting to see a human being. Nope. No. And, no. And the best was when I told, no. when I told Jeff no. yesterday morning, Jeff goes, man. You made it 10 years, but the last week that we're here, somebody kills you. Jeez. Kill you. Yeah. Yeah. The irony, huh? Yeah. You lasted this long. A couple, mm-hmm. couple handful of days left. A couple two, three days left <laughs> out two, here. three days yeah. left and, and you that's get murdered. It. You get axed to death. <laughs> so tell me, if you know that he's up to no good or, you, or you're, you suspect that he's up to no good, do you, and he, and he stays, doesn't walk away, stays by the door, do you then unlock the door? Hail to the no. Nope. No. I pull that door behind me. And if he goes, hey, man, I work upstairs. I just forgot my keys. I go, sorry, man. I don't know who you are. I see some ID. I'm like, sorry, man. (laughs) And I kind of sat there for a minute, and he, like, walked away. And I opened up the door and kind of put my foot and kind of did the lean back to, like, look Uh around the corner to go, where is this fella going? And he was already up the stairs and out into the parking lot. So Who knows? Gosh. Crazy. Nothing great happens down here at 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. That same day, yesterday, Jeff said on his way in, right by like the Amron building, he saw uh, three teenage females riding line bikes. What? What? I mean, J- Jeff gets here. We're here at 3.30. Yeah. What, what, what are you doing riding a line bike at 3.30 in the morning? Going to the mall? Going places. Oh, yeah. They're probably coming back They're from all of their places. charity work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're biking to the soup kitchen. You never know. Yeah. But really, nothing great happens yeah. down here. <laughs> nothing great happens down here eh, between uh, what time? 6 a.m. to uh, ever. No, let's say, let's be realistic. 2 o'clock to. Even the late night bars close at like 1, 2 o'clock. Yeah, Some two of them are open till 3. But 2 the, o'clock to 6.30. When there's a 3 o'clock bar, the people inside of a 3 o'clock bar, you're going, what are you doing inside a 3 o'clock bar right hmm. now? <laughs> 2 o'clock to 6.30. Speaking of those line bikes, I was in, uh, you know, on the East Coast the past couple of days in New York City on, uh, on Friday, and that city has changed. I haven't lived in New York City for 15 years, and now it's all bikes. Wow. They like, have what they call city bikes, which are kind of like the line bikes. Is this thing that they like click into the... Uh... Yeah, but you can't just leave the bikes on the street. Yeah, you got to click them in places, right? There are receptacles for them. Yeah. I remember when I was in uh, Dublin and that area they had them. It was just a big, long thing of rack of all identical bikes. So, yeah, you, you got to put them, them in the bike rack. Sprinkled throughout the city, yeah. Um, But there are bike lanes and you know, it's, it's changed. Yeah. Is it disappointing to you when you go back to and you're like, ah, things are different now? Or does it not matter uh, I was, to you? I was talking to my wife as we were in a, in a car on our way to Brooklyn to go see one of my buddies who had just bought a house. A, a, a 
quote unquote house. You know, paid uh, one point five million dollars for it. That's six hundred fifty square feet. Oh, but it's in an up con- an up and coming section, guys. That's Come on, oh, okay. it's great. Great. As everybody's yeah, impressed. It's an up and coming yeah. section. Yeah. All right, section of Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. One point five mil. Jeez. Said, uh, "Where's the bathroom?" And it's uh, three flights up. Wow. Great. Totally worth it to live down here. <laughs> Great. Man, oh, man. My house is uh, eight times the size of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a house that you lead with how much you paid for it, right? Or no? Well, I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that? <laughs> come look on. Up, look up the price of your friend's look, house? Come on. I don't think I have. Yeah. Now I guess I will. I don't either. Come on. I'm not the only one. I've never done that. Uh, You might be the only one in this room. Well, what happened was, (laughs) I said, what's the address? And uh, he gave me the address. And I said, I'm going to Google it because I want to see some pictures. I want to see some photos of the house you bought. You know, usually on the real estate listing, it'll have the photos. Mm -hmm. It also has the price on there, you jerks. (laughs) Don't don't call us jerks for doing nothing. Don't judge me. So who judged you? You're all judging me. You're no, you just said I did this. I, I you go you. I'm not the only one that does I, it. Yeah, in this room, you are. This, I did it. And who looks up photos of a house they're going to? You're about to see photos this, with your eyeballs. This was a couple weeks prior to us going oh, okay. to the East Coast. <laughs> hey, congratulations on your new house. Where is that? Bushwick, Brooklyn. Oh, what's the address? I want to see some pictures. First, it said send me some pictures. And he had just closed that day, so he didn't have many pictures to send me. He said, just look it up. Oh, okay. Bushwick. Oh, that's like really up and coming. <laughs> it, I is. That. it is. It is. <laughs> you can that. get in there at uh, yeah. right around one and a half. There million, is. I, I heard you can get some good property there, too. Yeah. Some good stuff. There time. is one thing I did that I hadn't done uh, since leaving New York. It was, uh, I went up to the World Trade Center site. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh, yeah. I went up to one World Trade Center, which was the, is the Freedom Tower. Mm-hmm. And I went with my wife and my brother, went up to the observation deck. And it's got a 360 view of the city. Gorgeous. Yeah. If you have a chance to go, it's 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 breathtaking. And I don't just throw that word around. You, you know that. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time I've heard it. First time was when you first had me join the show. Uh-huh. I remember that. I said, boy, having Jeff sit here is breathtaking. <laughs> But just walking around, I mean, seeing seeing everything. Yeah, it's the biggest building in the city, and you could look down onto the reflecting pools, which are uh, in the footprints of the old towers. Which I don't know if you've seen pictures of those. Mm-hmm. Kind of the inside, kind of waterfall. Yeah. Kind of water going, kind of inside. And uh, I said, "Let's go." I haven't. Been, I didn't go to the museum. But uh, I said, let's let's go down to the footprints, to the pools, and just just walk around. And and we walk downstairs, and it's uh, it's got the names of everybody who who died wow. on nine eleven, kind of around around the pools. And to me, it's a very uh, it, it's a place to to reflect. It's a place to you know kind of harken back to to that day. And I think it's a very solemn place. Mm-hmm. But man, there were people there laughing, carrying on, t- 
taking selfies. Mm. That was kind of odd. I thought it was pretty odd. And yeah. you know what? A lot of them were, and I was kind of just, I, I was sitting there, kind of just looking, ar- looking around, taking, taking it in. And I noticed a lot of the people that were, that were carrying on and laughing and joking around and smiling, taking selfies, were younger people. Early 20s, late teens, you know, tourists, who really don't, don't remember what happened that long ago. Right. You know, 17 years ago. You know, if you're in your early 20s, let's say you're 23. Yeah, six years old, you don't really know what's going on. No, you read about it. You read about it. You learned about it in school. Yeah. But you don't go to a concentration camp and laugh and take selfies. Yeah, you know, there are certain places where you, where it's not, I don't know, maybe I'm being too sensitive about it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, if you think about it, it to, and, and I agree with you, I think that's a place that should be a solemn place. I don't think yeah. that it should be joked about. But, like, when you were a kid and you went to, you know, the History Museum, you know, where you, like, when you walked by the, you know, the Civil War exhibit, did you, you know, bow your head and, and, and remain silent no, and no, respectful? No, 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 no. This was, I, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about six, seven-year-old I mean, I'm talking about high school. I'm talking about high school kids. I'm I'm more focused in on the people that are in their twenties. Yeah. You know, with the selfie sticks. Yeah, that's a tough call. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough thing. And you and you look at the names that are etched into the stone, on the outside of the, on the outside of the pools, and there are people that have come and put flowers, in them. Yeah. And and American flags. And there are people laughing and joking, and I think to, to to some people that first of all, like you said, weren't around then or were really super young, and then they're tourists. That's a it's a tourist stop for them. Yeah, it's it's different for you, obviously. Yeah, but you could also go to Auschwitz. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying I'm trying to get in their mind and see why they're not as respectful. Maybe it's like the biggest ball of yarn in the entire world. It's a tourist yeah. stop. To Listen, take you a can't picture. stop people from from doing that, laughing, yeah. and joking, and. And having a grand old time. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't certainly going to yell. <laughs> no. Now, does it matter to you if the selfie is like, um, you know, them holding it out and doing like a, a like a smile, hey, hey, snap? Or if it's like them literally taking a selfie to post and say like, I'm here where the towers once stood. Like a somber selfie as yeah. opposed to, look at me, me and the girls, yeah, you we're could here. Tell, you could tell tone. You could tell tone of uh, of picture. I would just, it would just, uh, the takeaway yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the nature of the location. Though, it was too. a powerful, it was a powerful experience, honestly. But, yeah, it seems like a place you'd rather go and just take it in than need to get a picture of. Yeah. Like. It was, I, I was there Friday and it was a gorgeous day. It wasn't too hot. Sunny, you know, sunny day in the city. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was, you know, I get people are out, and that's a thing to do. Right. It, it's it is it's, now a know, tourist. Hit the Empire stop. State Building, maybe take the ferry over to the statue. Yeah. Visit Ellis Island, and you know, hit the uh, World Trade Center site. Yeah. Something to see. Like, I don't know if I'm being too set, too sensitive about it, but 
it's something that aside from the actual being in the tower and and seeing the pools, it's it's what I'm going to remember about yeah. being down there. But it was it was nice to to walk around, see family, see some friends. You know, of course, getting home was a nightmare. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Two cancel flights wound up on a different airline at a different airport. Jeez. Which is beautiful. Yeah. And I'm never one to complain about the airlines. I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I find it kind of tacky when people go on to social media and give the airlines a hard time. Right. Yeah, my thing with that is think of the hundreds of thousands of passengers that Everything was fine. For some reason, they were canceling flights out of Newark yesterday, uh, coming to St. Louis. So my first flight was supposed to be at 5 o'clock. New York Times supposed to get in around 8 last night. Got the text message yesterday afternoon or yesterday morning canceled. Ah, crap. That's the worst text you get. The worst text you can get. Ah, my flight's canceled. And your, a plane, your plane just broke up with you via text. Damn it. Do they give you a reason or is it just say canceled? It just says canceled. Wow. So it says, please uh, go on to, uh, you know, southwest.com and rebook yourself. And I go on to southwest.com quickly and there are no flights that day. Next flight tomorrow. Next flight available tomorrow. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to, uh, you know, there are a couple airports in the New York area. Let me go to LaGuardia Airport and check to see if there's a flight there. One flight left. One ticket left. It says, hurry. One ticket left. Oh, my God. I get out my credit card. Because, again, remember, you're flying home solo style. The kids, yeah, the kids I, and I, family ain't Flying home solo. I get that ticket. Damn it. I got the ticket. Fantastic. So I put my credit card down for 500 bucks for one ticket. But I still have the other ticket, which is still kind of floating out there. So I get on to... Uh, Southwest website, look up their phone number, and it says, your wait is nine minutes on the phone. Great. Turned into an hour. An hour on hold. Meanwhile, right after I bought that ticket, I was putting it in my phone, and I said, let me just look up the uh, the flight number. I, I didn't write down the flight number, and canceled. Wow. Two flights canceled. So now I have uh, two tickets <laughs> that I won't be using. And I'm still on hold on Southwest, and there are no flights via Southwest. Great. And anybody else that was going from there to where you're going, you're competing with for a yes. seat on yeah. another plane, by yes. the way. Because they're all canceled, too. Yep, it's a race. They're all getting the text as well. Yeah. Damn. So then I go on to uh, every other airline to go see if I can get back to St. Louis. American Airlines. Hurry, one ticket left. Oh, ah, gone. Damn it. Delta, hurry, one ticket left. Oh, I got it. I got the one ticket on Delta. Wind up getting home. Actually, earlier than than expected. Nice. That's always nice. But when I when I got onto the to the phone with the representative from Southwest, I was polite. I'm not gonna yell at the guy. It's not his fault. Can you imagine how much abuse that guy takes? Gosh, yeah. For stuff that's not his fault. It's not him canceling the flight. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like he found something better to do. Ah, screw it. I'm not and then I go on to Twitter just to go. Let me go uh, search the uh, mentions for Southwest Airlines oh. and just some of the the vicious stuff that's being put on there. 
I mean, it wound up being a weather thing. I guess there were storms in the area. Whatever. That could be a BS answer. What am I going to do? Right. What am I going to do? I have enough things to stress out about. And this poor guy is the target on the phone. How many awful phone calls does that get? Does uh. that guy get? I guess you got to be numb to it. Wow. It's like the gate agents. What are you going to accomplish by yelling at them? They're not up there canceling the flights. It's just an easy target. That's all I'm saying. I think everybody has seen it happen where, you know, something goes down and somebody goes up to the desk and they go, you will get me on another flight. You will get me home right now. And they're like, I'm sorry. The next flight we have have going out is at 8 p.m. And I can get you on that flight right now. If you'd like, you can fly out at 8 p.m. And this is at like, you know, noon. Nope. You will get me home now. Sir, I don't have a plane here that I could just go. Let's go. I'll give you a ride. Hmm. Like this, that's not how this works. Sorry, sir. We've got a, a little two seater coming up that's going to take you hmm. right away. Listen, I know I piss and moan about a lot of things because <laughs> that's my thing. <laughs> but I don't know. You don't really see me yelling, carrying on, and acting like a baby when it comes to flying. It's one of those things. And some a little something happens to you pretty much every time. You know, you don't have the so, greatest luck. So you would have room to bitch and moan. Yeah, because I fly a lot. Yeah. You fly a lot too, Moon. Mm-hmm. So these things happen. Yeah. A lot of anger. A lot of anger in that tube going 700 miles an hour. Or however fast it goes. <laughs> 500 miles an hour. But I made it, guys. I'm back. Yay. Happy to be here. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got Uber drivers filming each other. We've got uh, a local headline. Who's to talk about? James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to talk about that and his uh, being let go. I want to talk later about um, something Patrico tweeted out yesterday. Somebody's ring doorbell captured a a package stealer. Mm-hmm. Right in Patrico's neighborhood. Wow. Do they know who it is? Is uh, it out? It's. The, I mean, there's a lot of guessing. Oof. And there is, I mean, a good consensus on who it is. Oof. Did you see the video? I did. Oh, infuriating. The first thing I made sure, because this, this is in my old neighborhood where it popped up, and the first thing I did was I was like, Hope it's not my lawn, my old lawn guy. And it's not. It was not no, him. No, but. But, I mean, I you Moon uses the same guy. And I said to him, I'm like, is this our guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? That it, uh, it was the, the victim was a racial listener. Yeah. Yeah, they saw that uh, that I tweeted it out. Yeah. And I think she said, uh, you stole the dog food. Yeah. It ended up being a box of dog food. Really? They no won way. big on that. <laughs> yeah, retweet that out. Do it from our account, from the Riz Show account, at R-I-Z-Z Show. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. Uh, let's uh, call out our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by a Mattress Direct. It's Andrea Cohn from Caseyville. Yeah. 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 I hope I'm saying that right. Andrea Cohn from uh, Caseyville. Andrea hated morning shows and only wanted to hear music, but it's been converted. In fact, now she hates the days when the show's off. 
says you, you all bring such a great variety slash opinions to the show from the Craigslist Freak of the Week, the games you all play, to Moon Talking Forever. <laughs> she says uh, she loves the show. She says each one of us make the show a hit. Yes, happy birthday, Riz. Well, thank you, Andrea Cohn from Caseyville, the Team Riz member of the day. She gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, which we'll get to in a second. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. We're going to make our real or fake picks later on. Three uh, brand new sets of cans up there for you. I believe everybody was locked out during Monday's reveal. You got that it. That's correct. Which, yeah. uh, which cool. ones did we get wrong? Uh, were, we, were we all locked in at the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, we were all locked in on real on photo number two, and they were fake. And then Scott was on an island and got one right. No, 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 no. Because Scott and Riz had the oh, yeah, same yeah. exact Scott's. picks. You guys went fake on one, got it right. Went fake on another pair, got it wrong, and then oh. got everybody got their oh. lock wrong. <laughs> yeah, so you were ahead. So we would have come out ahead. Yeah, yeah, you oh. Except for I think I got a boob sweet though. Didn't I? Didn't I get a? Boob nope, sweet? I didn't. Nope, everybody got locked out. I guess apparently. I was looking at it wrong. <laughs> Patrico sent me over a uh, big juicy fat zero. On Monday, so all locked out. All right, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> we'll do better this week. Maybe. Hopefully, you put that uh, video, that ring doorbell video up. Yep. Yeah, we reshared it. Yeah, take a look at this thing. I mean, nowadays, I think more houses than not have these things, these ring doorbells, or some kind of security device. Now, now, police officers. Whenever a crime occurs in a neighborhood, they're always asking the public, "Hey, if you had, if you have any, you know, front door videos, please send them our way." Yeah, and uh, this is a, and and I didn't notice this until late yesterday, but this is a two man job because there's somebody driving the vehicle, and then there's the the passenger who is the package yeah. stealer. Yeah. This so is this a two man operation. Peter's. Yeah, this is in St. Peter's. You see a guy walk up to the door. You see him looking around inside. Oh, well, yeah. He, he, I mean, they he even knocks. knocks. He knocks. Wow. Anybody home? There's two videos because somebody else posted another video in reply to one of the videos. Oh, I only saw the one you posted. <laughs> and and what it is is it's that same guy knocking on somebody else's door before they walk over to the house to take the package. And it's, 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 it's clearly a uh, lawn service guy. Oh, Because 100%. you can see him go to his truck, which is, you know... Uh, which has got a trailer attached to it with lawn equipment on it. Well, how is that clear that he's a lawn care guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. Oh, maybe not. Maybe he was stealing all that yeah. stuff and just thrown it in the back of a. So I he, thought it was a surgeon. He knocks. You know, so he knocks on the door. <laughs> Nobody answers. There's a package in front, and you could see him lift up the package, and then run off. Yeah, he he runs. He like, runs back to the truck. Well, that's a good way to gone. not draw attention to yourself. That's and true. then gone. I, I, the, the ring doorbells, when you have them, I mean, they're clear. Mm-hmm. You can see they're there. <laughs> Unless she's got it hidden. I don't think so. I know. It looks like it's where the doorbell should be. Yeah. Well, same dude's in another video 
doing the same thing, but he actually rings the bell. Well, no, he, if you notice, he didn't take anything from that house, though. So I don't know if he was making like 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 door by door, like, hey, if you need some landscaping help, we are in the neighborhood. Oh, I see. I think it just caught that that ring doorbell caught him with very clear pictures. Usually, and it very... makes a sound mm. when you trigger the the motion detector. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, what do you mean? A sound outside? Yeah, like if I was in front of your door, you would hear it, or I would hear it. You could hear activate or whatever. Mm. You could hear it activate inside. Really? No, not mine. (laughs) Not mine either. Oh, it doesn't. No. No. If somebody walks in front of your door, you don't get the. Oh, uh, my phone. It does. Oh no, mine. You could set it where it'll. If somebody walks in front of it. So you're just chilling in the house and you hear some sort are you of sure ding that's not, or whatever. Are you sure that's not like in connection with your alarm system? No, no. It's it's my ring bell. Well, what does it play out of? Out of the panel. The little device that I plug in. That's outside or inside? It's inside. See, I don't have that. Oh. Uh, Mine didn't come with a device. That's, that's Oh, inside. I bought it separate. You plug it into the wall. Hmm. And it beeps on, on a trigger, not, not on the... The ring. It beeps on motion. It right, beeps right, on right, motion. Right. Huh. Yeah, it plays a little chime. So I know somebody's uh, dropped off a package. He goes, ding, ding. Intruder. Somebody's <laughs> here. <laughs> that says, somebody's here. Oh, there it goes. Ring Chime Pro, indoor chime and Wi-Fi extender. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, that's a, that's an was, additional add-on. It was a couple bucks. couple, two, three? couple, two, three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But this scumbag stole the uh, dog food. Man, I swear. <laughs> somebody steals my silver chair vinyl that's coming today, I'll, I will hunt you down. Why would you say that? Yeah, why well, you just told everybody? Actually, I think now I'm going to come tomorrow. steal it. That's weird because I tweeted your home address earlier. It, so. it, <laughs> shipped, it shipped today. Anybody have that problem where, where something will pop mm. up and you go, oh my God, I forgot I, I, forgot I ordered this? Because it was one of those. No, because I'm not a, a woman. Right. No, no, no. I'm saying when you, <laughs> you order something, you think it's a prime and it doesn't come. Two days later comes three weeks later. No, play that game if you have a uh, <laughs> if you have somebody at your house that just orders stuff and forgets they order things. You go, let's let's play. You can't open up the box until you tell me what's inside. <laughs> let's play that game. No, you don't get to shake it. <laughs> it's like uh, what's that? Storage wars. Where you yes. can only look at the box. Yeah, you, know? you can't yeah. touch anything. You can't feel how heavy it is. What's in the box? You can't open it until you tell me. Because if it was important, you'd know. Well, Gosh, does important. this sound like this has happened in your house in real life? It has. I knew it. Yeah, spread the word on this uh, this guy. I'm talking about stuff like shirts or vinyl. Okay. Sometimes you forget. I uh, that's never happened. I don't listen. I don't order. A, a lot of things, but yeah, it would happen if you ordered some. If you ordered a T-shirt, you're like, "Oh, hell of a deal! Nine bucks for that T-shirt that I've you're always right, wanted. Man. That's great." And then it comes three weeks later, you're like, well, "My apologies." A lot happens in your life <laughs> in three weeks. I get you, you jerk. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show 1057 thepointcom Jeff, go. Uh, this is from Kayla, and she went through something that I that I've actually gone through a couple of times. Not being a big movie guy like you guys are, uh, they were watching Boondock Saints. Oh, great one! And she heard, "Get the f out of here! Get the f out of here!" That's yeah, from Boondock <laughs> and immediately Saints. she went, "Hey, where have I heard that before?" <laughs> 
You know how many times that's happened with that's me with movies? Oh, my gosh. I was watching, uh, what was it? It was, Bo- remember Boiler Room, the movie Boiler Room? Never seen it. It was with uh, Ben Affleck and I want to say Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, great actor. It's about young guys, New York City, trading stocks, real shady. And this was in there. Get the f*** out of here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, forgot about that. So this is... Get the f*** out of here. Boondock Saints. <laughs> Get the f*** out of here. Boiler Room. <laughs> there you have it. And there, and there you have Some it. Some people are just like, oh, so relieved. Now, yeah. now they know where those are from. Could you... There you have it. Where's that one from? What movie is that from? Could you go through all of those and know where they're all from? Not all of them. I could probably guess pretty well. I, I can have a good guess on them. Ooh, that sounds like a good contest. Ooh. Well, I don't know. I don't know how we could verify all that stuff, though. Are you talking about all of them or just to get the F out of here? Oh, please? all right. This is get the f- out of here. Boiler Room. Yeah. Get the f- out of here. That is... Uh, is that Beverly Hills Cop? Oh, no, 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 no. I know it. 48 Hours? Uh, I think it's 48 Hours. I'm going to get you, sucker. No. I think that's what it's for. That's, it's it's no. Eddie Murphy. Get the f*** yeah. out of here. I think it's 48 hours. I was going to say full house. That's not it. <laughs> no. No. Maybe fuller house. Get the f*** out of here, man. Get the f*** out of here, man. I think that's Bronx Tale. Okay. I think. It might, no, 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 no. That's Sopranos. Is it? Get the f*** out of here, man. Possibly. Just, just. No, this is, this is Sopranos. Get the f*** out of here. Yes. Here. Okay, thank you. That's a Sopranos. The other one that's was Bronx Tale. Walnuts. Get the f*** out of here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Uh, This one doesn't have a name on it. I got stopped at an intersection by the Naked Bike Race on Saturday. Oh, the Naked Bike Race. Yes. Yep. I would like to personally thank all the riders who decided to go ahead and uh, use the line bikes for their (laughs) Naked Bike Race. (laughs) He or she ends it with... running on those ever. This is why they end up in the Mississippi River. (laughs) <laughs> to yeah, you better them? put a towel down on that. <laughs> no, I those, went to. Uh, none of those guys are naked. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, they sure what are. You mean, like, oh no, oh, they sure are. Go to the R T. Go to. Oh dude, brains. Go to the R T website. No way, for oh, real. Yeah. Yeah, There's like, some the that. Seat, and it's just... Or if anything, thongs. I mean, might as well be naked. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, good, good point there. But They're you're talking sweating. hanging brains, like they. That happens. You will see well, Wayne. There. No way. There was, I think this was uh, on KSDK, on their website. Headline, Taurus says STL naked bike riders, quote unquote, molested his kids. And here's what they're right. It's described as a protest ride, but usually ends with a party. But a recent visitor to St. Louis saw the city's 11th annual World Naked Bike Ride as something else altogether. I always go to the RFT and I check out the pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now. I scroll through. I think there are 60-some-odd pictures. And I always look for somebody I know. And there was one year where there was somebody we knew. There you go. I mean, this is this picture does not show it, but you could tell. Oh, yeah. This man that has no cow. Jeff, do you recognize that guy? No, wow. I do not, man. Night at the meetings? You know where he's not at? The, <laughs> shave, the, the oh. shave meetings. There's another fellow back oh, here. On a line bike. On a line bike. On a line bike. Crack on line bike. There's your naked booty on the line bike. Can't they get arrested for that? They need well, to identify see, look, that. See, Moon, now That's do you awful. see? I mean, there wow, is. I have just seen way too many wangs for the day. It's like a Eureka colony all in one place. 
lot of uh, painted what? boobs. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I thought it was, really. And there's a lot of people there. So here's what they write. John Ellis said his family was passing through St. Louis on a summer vacation. Ellis said they enjoyed a visit to the Arch, a riverboat cruise, and stopped in Lafayette Square for a meal. Ellis said that that's when the cyclists passed by on a parade that encourages participants to ride, quote, as bare as you dare. And for Ellis, it was too much to bear. Quote, to our dismay, we soon found ourselves stopped at an intersection as the entire parade of nude adults pedaled past our car. Our two children, both minors, were exposed to adults gleefully exposing their penises and vagina. I'm sorry. Penises and vagina. Thank you. (laughs) He said that after about five minutes, the parade passed. But when the family returned to their rented Airbnb... The World Naked Bike Ride after party was apparently close by. Quote, as I write this, we are trapped in our Airbnb as the St. Louis World Naked Bike Ride uh, rides past the house. I can hear their profane shouts as they express their lustful glee. It is everything that I could do to keep from going outside and confronting them. I feel violated and I'm angry. It is not okay that a group of adults can openly flaunt their nudity and imprison my family inside. And it makes you lose your appetite. Uh, this guy seems kind of square, doesn't he? Like, lighten up a little bit. <laughs> kind of square. There's somebody that I, that was, I just closed it out, but one of the pictures was it was an elderly man who was completely nude, hanging brain. There's a sign in his left hand that said, give us a nude beach. And in his right hand it said, give us clean air. Okay. <laughs> Are you In just that trying to order, knock, please. Are you trying to knock out two birds with one stone? I'm saying, don't we? We have filters we wear all the time to help clean the air. Isn't it weird to you, or would you ever in a million years do this and, and just go down here and walk around? Like all these pictures, there's seven or eight people that are naked or just about naked, or, or girls that are topless with their boobs painted in these pictures. And then there's four or five people fully clothed just walking around. Would you in a million years go down there and stay fully clothed and just walk around? That's what I would do. All right. <laughs> So I'm not the only that's, one. Okay. That, it's incredibly creepy, I think. It is, man. It's like, just... I, Yeah, I just saw the one. I don't know if you're talking about the same picture, but like, it's just full of... It, there's probably in the photo 15 people naked or at least in their underwear, topless, riding a bike. And then some dude like our age, like early 30s, riding a line bike fully clothed. Huh. <laughs> well, on its website, the, uh, the rides promoters describe the purpose of the annual event. The World Naked Bike Ride in St. Louis is part of an international event raising awareness for bikers' rights and safety on the road. The ride is also about promoting positive body image and protesting oil dependency. Okay. Is that the clean Get air? The f- out of here. I guess that's a clean air thing? I, I, I guess so. But listen, you know most of these people are down there because it's a fun thing to do. Right. Yeah. I do like the positive, positive body image. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. Stuff that it brings, though. You know what I mean? I, I I do think that's that's a positive thing. It's funny though. Like uh, you, I'm looking at the photos, like you said, Tone, and it's you see the guys in the back with their arms crossed, fully clothed, and they're just staring at people. You know? Do you, do you think uh, the the naked folks see them and go, look at this clother? <laughs> we, got a, we got a clother no, over here. You know what they do? They go like this. They go like this. Mark's back. Damn it. 
Missouri law says if a person, quote, exposes his or her genitals under circumstances in which he or she knows that his or her conduct is likely to cause affront or alarm, it could constitute sexual misconduct in the first degree. On the World Naked Bike Ride website, organizers say, quote, although you could be as bare as you dare during the ride, the city of St. Louis requests that we cover our privates at the pre-slash-post party. And in his post, this tourist said he called 911 and was told, we'll check on it. <laughs> so. I'm sitting here looking at this one picture of a guy that's completely naked from head to toe except for his shoes, and he's on this bike, and all I can think of is if I'm behind him on a bike, and he hits a hill, and he's got to stand up and bend over and start pedaling. Oh, no. They don't want to be in then his what exhaust. Do you see or, you know, if you're uh, <laughs> through his mouth. I mean, if you're on a hill... And sometimes you got to stand up. Yeah, that's ah. what I'm saying. Aye, aye, aye. All of a sudden, he turns into a human periscope. Oh, my gosh. Wow. By the, by the I way. I see you had biscuits this morning for breakfast. <laughs> oh, come on. By the way, b- before we get too far away from it, uh, the, the, the woman who I shared, we shared the video of the package stealer. That woman just tweeted us and said, cops got the license plate from a second video posted, able to track down the company, able to track down the guy. Justice has hopefully been served. Oh, that's wow. right. That's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. From the ring video. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, that's great news. You package stealer. <laughs> I bet there were some packages being stolen. <laughs> yeah. yes. Speaking of packages. <laughs> Uh, next, Jeff. This is from Ben. Moved to St. Louis in 2012 for college. Lived, lived there for six years until this past June. Got uh, hooked on the point during my freshman year at SLU. Been a radio show listener since the beginning. Worked as a CPA for two years after college. This past winter made a complete hard left. And for the family and for the country, he joined the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. Semper Fi. And this is another reason why you always say we're soft, right? Check this out. I've been at Officer Cadet School in uh, Quantico Quantico. Quantico, uh, since early June. We're kept pretty isolated from the world. Think about this. Only about a day of liberty every week to catch up with family and friends and to recover from everything. So a day a week. That being said, I haven't been able to keep up with the show via podcast. I'm about seven weeks behind due to how little freedom we have here. When I graduate in August, I'm doing my best to catch up on everything to get back all the way back to June 2nd. I'm going to do my best to be a Riz Vangelist throughout the Marine Corps as well. You guys are killing it. Keep up the great work. Well, congratulations. That's Ben. Thank you, Ben. That's great. And good luck. Thanks for doing that because we cannot. Next. This is from Jeff and Reagan. My husband and I are longtime listeners, owners of Quintessential Dining and Nightlife in historic Main Street, St. Charles, listening to the podcast on Wednesday and appreciate you guys mentioning the city noise ordinance being withdrawn. Truly feel that public knowledge of this ordinance, which we have referred to as a footloose bill, is why the bill was withdrawn. And they go on to say that I was correct. The council will somehow just try to rewrite this and put it back out there. Why can't there be a compromise where everybody's happy? Hopefully that's where it goes. The noise ordinance, the serving liquor, you know, past a certain time. Yeah. It's got to be a happy medium. Quintessential. Is that the place that that's threw me Q. out? Of- that's Q that threw you out of the VIP threw section. Threw me out of the VIP yeah. section that time, huh? <laughs> I mean. Never forget. <laughs> never forget, but at the same time, I mean. You were somewhere you shouldn't have been, and 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 I, I know I know you're gonna sit there and go there was nobody sitting there, but still, 
You were somewhere you shouldn't have been. I was sitting there. But uh, to get no what? You were somewhere where you shouldn't have the been. The place was empty. I needed to sit down. <laughs> Excuse me. Is Fort Knox open? I need and, to sit down. Is, listen, I hold no grudges, obviously. What? <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> We'd walked in there with a group of people. And uh, I said, oh, there's a couch. So I sat down and I was then... Uh, removed from the couch and they said uh there's a vip section i said there's nobody here right i'm the vip i'm the only person here i gotta be at least tied for first <laughs> i'm the only person here there's nobody vip than me because i'm present so can i right now if i left here can i go and sleep in your bed that's my private property there's nobody there though there's nobody there he's got a point Who's got a point? He's got a point. I mean, the bed is there to be used, and, and nobody's there. It's my bed. Yeah, it's but this open, is their it's, restaurant. It's not open to the public. Yeah, but this is their restaurant. It's not open to the public. VIP is not open to the public. I don't open my doors. VIP, say, VIP is not open to the public. It's for the very important people. That is true. He doesn't open his doors. I was knocking yesterday. <laughs> there was a it's apples and oranges. Off. You can't compare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. You can't compare. Yes. You can't compare. My house is not a business open to the public. It was an example, Riz. I was saying that <laughs> just because some place is not being used doesn't mean that anybody gets to use it. Different example. No. There's an extra mic over here. I mean, you want to just welcome everybody to come on down? This is not studio? open to the public. <laughs> Neither is the VIP. The VIP was open for very important people, which that day you were not. <laughs> Apparently. That's me inviting people. Hey, come on down. Grab a mic, except for that one. <laughs> I know nobody's using it. Not that one. There's a velvet rope around it. Don't. Not that one. No, I appreciate. It. Thank you guys for uh, for listening. And I hope everything goes all right up there for uh, for all you Main Streeters. Yep. And all the businesses. Yeah, like up you there. said, just compromise. Yes, yeah. The Footloose Law. That's funny. It'll all work out. It will. Hopefully. Uh, Jeff, one more email. All right. Um, okay. All right. I can do that one. Hold on a second. Got a lot of emails. I know we have a lot of emails. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, this is from David. I know you're a documentary guy. You're yes. big into the documentaries. Love them. And uh, if you grew up watching Mr. Rogers, he is basically saying you need to go watch Would You Be My Neighbor? Says it's fan. Yeah, is that, that's, not on, that's not on Netflix. I think it was in the theaters the yeah. last time I checked. I watched uh, I watched a documentary on the way to the East Coast on uh, Thursday. And Moon, this is right up your alley. I thought of you immediately. Oh, really? Oh, really? It's called uh, Hired Gun. Yeah. It's about. Oh, yeah, this is a musician one. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah, Steve Lukather's in it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, is this the session musicians? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's more. It's 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 less about the session musicians. It's the more, touring guys. More about the touring guys. Oh, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. okay. But they do interview. I think uh, one of the session guys yeah, as they, like a counter. To, the interview. To, so so let's let's say uh, you know, and they had a, an example. Uh, Mandy Moore goes on tour, and she's got a band. Who's in the band? I think I know Hired a guitar guns. player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was actually the guy from who's in Five Finger Death Punch now. Oh no way. Yeah, a lot of those guys end up with permanent gigs, but they'll start off as touring guys, which they think is like a step back. But dude, all the touring guys that came from bands that are just hired guns now, way prefer it. Mm. There are a lot of uh, not so great stories. In oh, there. I'm sh- I'm sure, and th- most of those guys are uh, they're talking to are from like 70s and 80s, correct? Uh, no, they they 
pretty much run the gamut of 70s, 80s, current. Yeah, it's yeah. an interesting it's an interesting business. In fact, they talked to uh, they talked to uh, the drummer who was in Billy Joel's band for a very very long time from the 70s. Liberty DeVito is the guy's name. Great drummer. Toured great with him. Yeah, great. Yeah, toured with him, yeah. you know, forever for 30 years, and all of a sudden didn't get called for the next tour. Back in 06. done. Now is that a is that a call that Billy Joel makes? Really? Sometimes. Just goes to different people in 30 years. No, but I mean, does he literally call this drummer and say, hey, look, we're oh, going I in a different it. direction? Or you get a call from a tour manager or, you know, listen, you got that kind of relationship. That's what I'm saying. After 30 years. Yeah. He yeah. found out, you know, somebody asked him, hey, uh, I, I, I know you guys are coming to town. Uh, can you get me tickets for, you know, the, the Tennessee show? And he goes, huh? Oh, that's how he found out. So time out. He's interviewed saying that this was a bad experience after 30 years of gig gigging with Billy Joel. No, he's saying that it was a bad I experience understand. because they just tossed him. Yeah, I understand. At the end. But I'm just saying like without so much a call from Yeah, that's lousy. And who knows if it's Joel or yeah. if it's he got new management and the management cleaned and used their Rolodex like you never Yeah, I mean you sometimes can yeah, sometimes you, you know. Yeah, but I mean you, you're not going to know from a one-sided story from one guy that's angry that well, he got fired. Watch the documentary. Well, dude, I will. I'm just saying, I I know a lot of guys that. Uh, well, it's got it's kind of what you're doing for for Goldfinger. Uh, mm, it's what I did for a year or two at Goldfinger. I'm a member though now. Yeah. That's, also, that's they different. talk about the they talk about that kind of side of it too. Yeah, and that's and that's different too because that's a friend that that hired me. That wasn't like a tour manager or a management. That's like, it, hey, it, we'd like you watch to, the documentary. Like to it, it covers it covers that as well. Well, I think I've lived the documentary a little bit too, so I, I may. But these are other people's experiences. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, and I, like I said, I, I got buddies that are doing it right now. One one guitar player has been busting butt, and he's the son of one of the guys in that movie. Been busting butt trying to do his own bands and all this kind of stuff, and now he finally took a gig because this is a shredder dude. He finally took a gig, um, you know, as as just a, a hire on, and he is loving it. He's all over. He's he's on a retainer. He's all over overseas. He's shredding in front of thirty thousand people a night. He loves it. My buddies in in Kesha's group, like they're first of all, they, they're, they're they, more they, members. I mean, they talk about well, that that train could just derail at any time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you have skills and you get in there with the Rolodexes, the the the, the difference is it's, it's it's listen. I'm just saying it's it's great. Watch it and then yeah. Get back to me on it. They talked about uh -huh. Richard Patrick, who was the lead singer of Filter. Uh -huh. And we all know Hey Man, Nice Shot. <clears throat> sure. Classic mm -hmm. song. Yeah. Yep. He was the touring guitarist in Nine Inch Nails. Wasn't yeah. Hey Man, Nice Shot, isn't that the one that he offered to Trent first? And Trent no. said that's not, is, no, was it the other one? Covered in, this is covered in the documentary. Is it and he the was picture making, song? He was uh, touring with Nine Inch Nails and making like 200 bucks a month. Yeah. And he wanted more money. So the tour manager says, okay. You want some more money? Down the street, there's a pizza place. They're looking for a delivery driver. Woo. And he said, screw this. Yeah. He goes, I wrote a song, and I got five different labels. Five different record labels fighting over me. So he quit Nine Inch Nails, started Filter. And he says, now I'm the guy that hires my band. And they had his guitarist go, man, this Richard Patrick guy screwed us. I'm making nothing. I don't know which, which dude. Is it like shorter guy with dark hair? No, so he says I quit, and now he's a voiceover guy. He's the guy that does all the Hardee's commercials. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. The, you know, the, new at Hardee's. Yeah, yeah, new you, at wow. Carl's Jr. It's amazing, though, the opportunity. Even if you get hosed over, like the opportunities that allows you to come yeah. across now.
It depends. Uh, of yeah, some, course, you sometimes know. you do it for low pay, so you're in Nine Inch Nails and you meet everybody that's yeah associated with, with Nails. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes you you know you work for a guy for thirty years and you kind of yeah. get screwed at everything. So, mm-hmm. but being yeah. on retainer and doing about twenty shows a year, but yet you get a full time pay yeah. is pretty sweet. It's 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 just like any other business because I, I mean there was there was two years there where my tour manager made more money than I did. I we paid our crew more money than the band made. Thank you for two years. So it just depends on who you're working for, who you're working with. Yeah, watch it. It's called Hired Gun. It's fantastic. I also watched uh, Super Troopers too. Oh, yeah? And? Yeah, it was all right. Oh, boy. No, it was all right. Was it a good follow-up? Did you yeah, think it was... it was all right. I mean, I chuckled a lot. Okay. The problem with that is you go in with such expectations. I went in with no so expectations. Good. And I, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. You had expectations. You just don't know it. Well, I mean, listen, I can't... I. I have purposefully avoided it because I have sat there going, I'm going to be disappointed. I think this. you will like it. I think you will like it. I still say it's a it's a good follow up. Did you see it? Yeah, and it is, since they also waited this uh, this long, it's a great follow up for it. I think it's all right. Yeah. They're already talking about three. Are they? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's got Jeff talked about it in crap on either yesterday or the day before. It's already got a title: Super Troopers Three Winter Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll watch it. All right, welcome back. All right, so over the course of Patrico's DJ career, you know he's got his. Side Patrico Entertainment business. His side game. Side hustle. Side hustle. You know, he's done hundreds of weddings. At, uh, you know, various locations. Mm-hmm. All over. From Austin, Texas, to Florida, to here, to yeah. Illinois, everywhere. Big weddings, small weddings. Oh, yeah. I've, done, I've DJed a wedding that had 38 people at it. I DJed a wedding that had 620 yeah. people in it. Which one was more fun? Oh, the big ones, for sure. Some of the small ones with the right people are great, but you got to think of your sample size. So if if they say they say forty percent of people will leave immediately after dinner, that no, that percentage doesn't change just because there's only forty now, people. Now, as as the wedding DJ, you're setting the tone. You're setting the pace of the wedding. Yes and no. If I DJ a wedding where the guests aren't going to dance, I could play the most ridiculously amazing dance song yeah but i mean listen but like you got to feel out your crowd like but you can play songs that all right things are kind of dead right now let's get this party going 100 percent, and you know drop the needle on whatever i call i call let's get the party started i I call that i call that my my fillers my my fill the dance floors those are called fillers all right so esquire magazine I don't know which one you want to do first. You want to do the band songs or the best? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, let's do the band not, songs first. I'm not 100% confident in either one of these lists, but I wrote down a bunch. So. Actually, let's do the good songs first. All right, the good yeah, songs yeah. first. I only wrote seven band down. That's all I could think of. Esquire so. put together a list of songs that should be on every wedding reception playlist. And they note that Ed Sheeran shouldn't be played after the first hour and Megan Trainer should be banned entirely because she's, quote, the Tanya Harding of wedding music. I don't know what that means. <laughs> all right so according to esquire what are the 13 best wedding reception songs okay i'm gonna just go down and you say yay or nay okay okay this is in no particular order hey ya by outcast that is not on my good list okay celebration cool in the gang not on my good list okay (laughs) uh electric slide not on my good list. Well, it's called Electric Boogie. Okay. I got a feeling Black Eyed Peas. 
No. I'm doing great here. You're trying to get business. Yeah, by Usher. <laughs> Let me just tell you what number 13 we is. Just, we just had two people cancel on you, Tony. Oh, oh, that's fine. Right. No, I'm telling you number 13. You're letting me down. Again, this is Esquire magazine. Okay. And they picked their 13 best songs. So maybe this is on their top 50. You know, okay. yeah, by Usher. This is number 13. Great song. I don't play this. Maybe you should write some of these down. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> they say this is specifically for that person in your family who insists he's Irish. Even though this song is definitely from England. People got amped for Come On Eileen. <laughs> even if most of the lyrics make very little sense at all. It's a crowd pleaser with a great beat. All right, how about this one? Oh, oh that's on my list. You are the best thing. Ray LaMontagne. Right, you got that one. I don't think I've ever heard this. This song's awesome. I love this song. They say, if you're looking for a slower song with a strong beat, look no further. A solid follow-up to Shout or something equally exhausting. Ray knows how to take it down a couple notches and make it romantic. As long as it's got some horns in it. Can, can you shout on the list? Because I got shout on my list. I bet you 50% of these songs have horns in them. Shout is not on the good list. Okay, then this right here is the dumbest list ever. <laughs> what? They have this song on there. Yeah! It's fun to stay in the yes, that's it. Yeah, it's number 11. That's on my band list. <laughs> okay. Well, there's some, there's some crossover. Horns. So number 11, and this is number 10 on the good list. That's on my list. Put loose on my list. Because <laughs> I'm kicking off my Sunday shoes. This is the perfect example of the kind of song that feels like a dance anthem, but actually has no understood dance that goes with it. <laughs> People hear Footloose and feel obligated to dance to it. And at their core, that's what wedding playlist songs are supposed to do. Everybody tries to do the Footloose dance, and then at one point, the drunkest guy at the reception tries to do the slide on the knees, and it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm visualizing all the bridesmaids right now out on the dance floor with all their shoes off. Yep. All right, this is number nine. At last, on my list. That's a good one. Eddie James. All right, got it. Two first names. The skies And Esquire writes, this is an interesting choice because if the couple chooses it as their first dance, it's a big yawn. My it's also the sign that the couple is super unoriginal and doesn't have a song. <laughs> but if it comes on as a surprise interjection during the reception, it's the perfect slow song to share with someone you want to be a little closer to. You know, I'm trying to look and see how long it is. But I think one of the main reasons that couples pick that song is because it's like two minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah. Boom. In, out, see ya. Cutesy. Bye. All right, this is number eight. That's a great song. You know who this is? Rihanna, right? Yeah, uh, featuring Rihanna. Yeah, 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 it's, it's Calvin Harris. That's right. Two first names. This is what gets a party started again after Etta makes her rounds. <laughs> they say Rihanna comes to your wedding with no gimmicks, stupid dances, or sing-alongs. She just wants you to have a damn good time. This song I play when there is when it's a younger couple, all their friends are still there, they're hammered, and it's the end of the night. 
Okay. Because this is a, everybody's jumping. People all of a sudden think it's cool to fist pump, and they're just. Getting... You gotta have this. You gotta have this on your on your list. Don't stop believing. There she is. This is my last song. Always. Unfortunately, I usually go for Patrico Entertainment. I was Patrico. This was Ryan. A round of applause for the bride and the groom. Be safe going home. Unfortunately, this is our last song. Oh. The piano. All right. How about this one? Number six. Love on top from Beyonce. No idea. What the hell is this song? I haven't even heard this. Know that one. Nobody's playing this song. This is number five. Everybody here is out of sight. They don't bark and they don't bite. Dancing on the moonlight. That's a good one. I know it. I don't necessarily hear it at a wedding reception. They said this song is highly underrated. As the only successful single from French American band King Harvest, it's also quite the legacy to leave behind. It's just one of those songs everybody knows as soon as they hear it, except for you. This would be this is a dance floor clear. I play this song and people scatter. Not like for the older people. This is a very this would be a very this would be an anomaly if I played this song and all of a sudden it'd be like, whoa, everybody hear that come. I'd, I'd look at I'd look at the guy that's DJing and I go, this is ridiculous. <laughs> what about this one? <laughs> I like this song, but I don't. I've never played it. I don't think I would ever play Valerie. I, I can't unless it was requested. I would never play it. Amy Winehouse. I don't know if I've ever heard this. Oh, dude, what about this one? This is their number three. Great song. I would never play that. This is their number three, huh? I mean, I have played. I have played this song. But it's when, like, because I have little, like, breakdowns that I do, little sets. And if I'm playing something, like, if 80s are killing it, you know, this will get thrown in there. Like, if I play if I play Jesse's Girl and the dance floor is packed, I'm going, all right, let me get some Hall & Oates in there. <laughs> let me toss in a little, you know, like, I'll be, I'll be living in this genre for a little bit. Here's number two. Great song. At a lot of weddings. I used to play it when I did when I did them a million years ago. I used to play this song. Yeah, th- this has its place. All right, here's their number one. I, I play this every wedding. Whitney Houston, the understated crown jewel of every wedding reception. Weddings make even the strongest world among us a little soft, and by night's end, you want to feel the heat with somebody. This may be the greatest song ever written. This song is amazing. This may be the greatest song can ever I, Can I rattle through some of the ones that I wrote down that didn't make this list? Yeah. Uh, Shout. Okay. Shook Me All Night Long. Okay. Billie Jean. Unchained Melody. Ah, yes. Sweet Caroline. Oh, Sweet Caroline. How did that not make their list? Mm, yeah. Who because you list? play that last. That was magazine. You played that last, like near the end of the night when everybody's all lopped up and you get the bop, bop, bops going. Oh, boy. All right, so Esquire then, is like the high fashion Rolling Stone, though, with some of these lists. Yeah, you think so? They had, they had YMCA on there. But no, I'm, I, great, but, but, great point. Great point by Jeremy in the chat room here. What's that? This list is Esquire magazine. This is. 40s and 50s year old 40 and 50 year olds that's okay. who made that list 
younger than that, that's a different. Yeah, that's a completely a, different list. There was a different website. I forget where I got this from. They didn't have Beyonce and Rihanna though. Yes, and and Amy Winehouse. Yeah, but 40, 50 year olds for Amy Winehouse. I for say. real? Yeah, that song especially. I've never heard that song. All right, so this one website they I'm not forty or fifty. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of couples to find out what wedding song or what songs are absolutely banned from their weddings. I have. I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I bet all seven are on here, and I know number one for sure. And there, there's a ton of songs on here, and they're tied. You know, they're tied for for some places too. So if I say like two songs in number nine, that's mm-hmm. why they're tied. Yep. I thought he said one for the good list that's got to be on here. Oh, it's got there's there's a couple that he said yeah. on the good list that are on the band song list. That's ridiculous. The most band wedding songs go. What's number one? Number Electric one, boogie. N- no, number one's got to be the chicken dance. <laughs> that's it. I mean, what the hell is the chicken dance? The duck dance. Yeah, who would put that in a wedding anyway? Why did that? Are you nuts? Everybody, dude. Everybody. That's why it's now banned, dude. If somebody, if I ask people, they're on my on my form that I send every couple. It there is a line that says, "Do you want the chicken dance?" And I cannot tell you how many people say, yep, absolutely. And they play it, and everybody comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. The chicken no dance is a crowd pleaser. Way. You ever get people like me that says, what's a chicken dance? Every once in a while, but, yeah, you know, but they usually think it's called the duck dance. You know what it is. Yeah. Oh, All right, next, what, do you, what else do you think? Uh, Macarena. That's number three. Wow. Dude. Okay. Cha-cha slide. That's number two. <laughs> Cupid shuffle. Number four. Electric- Hokey pokey. Number seven. Electric boogie. The wobble. What's the oh the wobble's number eight? YMCA <laughs> number five. Electric boogie number six. <laughs> Shout number nine. Wow! <laughs> Holy smokes! That's all I wrote down. Oh, you should keep going. We're having fun there. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me, I guarantee you, give me a hint, I could get it. Danger but, uh, zone. Uh, <laughs> danger zone. How could that? No, that's not. A what about song. old time rock and roll by Bob Seger? Uh, no, but I could see that being on the list. Mm-hmm. That used to be, that used to be for the first five, six years I DJed, that was my first song. That was on, that was on the good list, right? Yeah. yeah the, back the, in the day, the, I played that all the it time. It was, it was, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to announce that the dance floor is now open. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> happy from uh, Pharrell Williams. Oh yeah, I can see nine. that. I play, I, I play that at almost every wedding. I play a lot of these songs, but. Love Shack from B-52s. Oh boy. We are family from Sister Sledge. That I cannot tell you how many times that song is requested not to be played. I was gonna say I think I've heard that though at every wedding I've been to recently. Oh man, it is one of the that song and even Celebration by Celebration, cool and the Gang is, uh, and that's number thirteen. Yeah, that Time song people are like, no, thank you. Really, that's and on I there? think I think a lot it's of the so reason fun. it's got I th- horns. I think a lot of the reason that that song is on there is because it's six minutes long, and it's oh, like oh, at yeah. one you know celebration. I, you know, I don't think about times. length. I think cool. a lot of people at weddings if they're throwing a wedding. They're not thinking about the guests. They're thinking about what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. But it's my party. Blurred Lines from uh, Robin Thicke. That's on there. Cotton Eye Joe. Dancing Queen from ABBA. Don't Stop Believing on the bad list. Yeah. Single Ladies from Beyonce. Sweet Caroline on the bad list. Oh, get out of my face. The Single Turn- Ladies thing gets played every single time for the toss. Turn Down you, for what? You know that's what is there. hilarious? I've done, let's just say I've DJed 10 weddings this year. 
eight of them have not done the garter toss or the garter toss in the bouquet. Because it's old fashioned. That is going away. And you want to know why? Because people are starting to finally wise up how weird it is. It's very yeah. Bride, sit here and let me go up your dress. Yeah, while Dad's sitting over there watching. Yep. The uh, Whip Nene song on the bad list? Oh, man. Thank God that song went away. What Nelly song made the list? Oh, definitely probably Hot in Here. Hot in Here. And that's one of my go-to jammers. Moni Moni from Billy Idol. That's a great one, too. Uh, All About That Bass. Oh, no. Uh, Baby Got Back. That's on there. But what if she does have back? Yeah. Uh, Booty Call from Black Street. That's on the bad list. Gangnam Style from Psy. Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Oh, Oh, man. I love playing that song. Staying Alive. It works. Moon, I'm telling you, it works. We're, we're, we DJ weddings here in St. Louis. It works. Trust Sweet me. Home Alabama. Oh, I would never play that. Uh, Uptown Funk. Oh, that's a go-to. I don't know Wagon Wheel. Yeah, you do. Wagon Wheel. Stop it. That's not it. That's that. Neither one of those. Rock me. Wheels on the wagon. Go round and round. What Justin Bieber song? Probably Baby. What do you mean? Oh, that song. That's not really a dancing song. All of Me from John Legend. Oh, God. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, come on. The right crowd, Bohemian Rhapsody kills. Brown Eyed Girls out. What's the right crowd like if, if i play shook me all night long or shook you all night long and then all of a sudden the crowd like people are like air guitar and jamming out yeah. i know for a fact that paradise city is killing and i know for a fact that that's on shook killing. me all night long on the list noted total clips of the heart on the list i will survive on the list hey off from outcast footloose my god these are all, maybe these are all in the bad yeah hotline bling Get low from Lil John. Oh, get out of here! That's that's that is nope. Take it off the list. <laughs> Call, who made this list? Call him and tell him to get out of here. My heart will go on. Sexy back. Shake it off's on there from Taylor Swift, and uh, Maroon 5's Sugar. Pretty much uh, every song. I mean, <laughs> a lot of those are very cliche songs, but they're cliche for a reason. Could have got played a lot. If you go back and look at that list and you start naming off some of those songs, over 75% were smash hits, number ones. Smash hits. If you hits. took that list, that band list. And you played all those songs, it'd be a great wedding. It'd be a great fun. wedding. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd a have great fun. Great wedding. Yep. Great <laughs> wedding. Yep. Hey, it would be a blast. Speaking of that, since I don't know, and I'm mildly curious, how many songs on average do you play at a reception? Ooh, I would have to look. Um, it's usually about... Two hours of dance music after like and that's and that's after the first dance the the mother daughter or the mother son father daughter dance right. after all that it's about two music of dance two hours of dance music mm. so okay. probably 25 songs probably yeah. a little bit more than that but yeah factoring in commercial breaks yes that's right <laughs> plus about uh eight minutes of talking an hour right <laughs> all right thank you Trico. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome back. All teams here. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, We should not be surprised, or should we be surprised, because she kind of announced last month that she had relapsed with this song called Sober, and then we get the word yesterday, Demi Lovato overdosed, rushed to the hospital. Some reports are saying it was heroin, but according to TMZ this morning, it was not. So what so, was it? I don't know. 
friends and family say it wasn't heroin, but they did use Narcon on her, supposedly. And that supposedly got her conscious. And there's a lot of supposedly's in this right now, but supposedly, when the authorities got there, she was out cold. She was she was not and then conscious. When she came to, she was supposedly not cooperative. Correct. So these are all not good things. So she was rushed to the hospital. Again, last I read, family and friends say she's alert, she's awake, and she's hanging out with family and friends and trying to recover. So, Well, she was supposed to be on Beach Shazam last night. Yeah. She had taped an episode back in uh, December. And they pulled the episode. So once the overdose news came out, the Beach Shazam people said, hey, we're pulling tonight's episode and we'll air an all-new episode. Right. And I had like a heart palpitation because they still haven't aired our episode yet. Yeah. With Patrick on myself. You think they'd let a brother know? Super Well, bomb. not if they not if they just all of a sudden put out a new episode. Circumstance like this, yeah. But it was not our episode last night. Super sad, super bummed. That that girl is is pretty awesome. You know, it's funny that you say that because the few people that I talk with this about this, everybody's like, man, I thought she was one of the good ones and I thought she was, you know, this well, and that. She, bad one. Exactly. Somebody with, uh, somebody That's with some issues. That's somebody with, everybody's got a problem. We just can't tell by looking at everybody. And with this, unfortunately, it's going to be a problem forever. See, my problem is I care too much. Right. You know, she started on Barney and Friends. Yeah. Oh, did she? I think so. I think that's where she, like, you know, entered. Very nice looking woman, too. She had just played on Sunday Funny. at a show. She was scheduled to play tomorrow night uh, in Atlantic City, as you said, or Beach Shazam. Here's the thing to me, though, and this one of the articles that I read is that quote unquote friends saw this coming because lately she'd been partying a lot like last night she was out celebrating in West Hollywood you know some friends birthday or whatever and people said you know she'd been going down a bad road we kind of saw this coming well then do something about it or so maybe they do. tried well, well, yeah, well, you know you, do. you don't know what they've done wait, this, is, this is the reason why I say it and you guys are correct you're right because we've all known people that have been hooked on drugs and you can't help them unless they want to help themselves remember that yes but I'm right always oh yeah that's right I'll just move on but you know, my uh, my first thought was that they they're in her inner circle and they didn't want to screw that up. So we better not say anything. You know, she could have been by herself for five hours. Very very possible. Hour. Yeah. Who knows? I'm sure we'll find out eventually. But a lot of people tweeting. You know, all of her all of her famous friends are tweeting her, uh, wishing her good luck. Uh, you guys, uh, we talked yesterday about how uh, that uh, former MTV VJ that Jesse Camp went missing. I don't know if you heard about this. I I saw it. Um, I'm like, wow, Jesse Camp, blast from the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 38, 38 years old, I think, is what he is now. Something to that effect. I remember he won. I remember when he won the "Want to Be a VJ" contest. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who he beat? Judge uh, uh, everybody. Was, um, Dave. Dave Holmes. Who is from San Luis? St. Louis. Didn't know that. Yeah, I remember he beat Dave Holmes. Yeah, yeah. For that first one, Dave Holmes has gone on to have a pretty, pretty darn good career. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Camp, not so much. No, uh-uh. so his family reported him missing, and the Riverside Police Department in Southern California tweeted that they have been in touch with him. And here's the weird thing, and maybe it's just because of privacy concerns. No other information was released, although his sister did say that he has been suffering from depression. So, well, Arby's was like he didn't show up for a shift. Oh my. <laughs> there you are. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, jerks, I'm back. Is that the text we got last night? Yeah. Hey, jerks, I'm back. Uh, Roseanne is mad that people are sticking up for James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. She says, quote, I'm disgusted to read all the support for James Gunn's pedophile jokes as the same people supported uh, blacklisting me for a joke they didn't even understand. 
probably aren't too many people who are jealousy or are jealous of James Gunn right now, I would imagine. But Roseanne Barr is one of them for sure. Because he's getting all kinds of defense, and she, of course, is not. The internet is forever. Did you mm-hmm. did you did you see or hear Roseanne when she was on whatever that vlog was? Well, she, she was yelling. Or was, uh, when she yelled, "I thought the bitch was white." What? I'm here to talk about Iran. Yeah, oh, did you hear that? so, man. No. Oh, oh you, the you, audio you is insane. She was she, not in a good place. It's, she, it's zero hair, to 60 in four seconds. Her hair is like all disheveled. She doesn't look like she's all there. And out of nowhere, she goes, I don't understand. I thought the bitch was white. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You know what? I saw the tweets from James Gunn. They weren't funny. I mean, I, I don't know what he was trying to do there. St. Louis' own James Gunn. Right. He said uh, he was trying to be, like, dark and... and, and uh, like, Why? Like dark offensive trolling. Because he was trying to make a name for himself. Or he was for such a get, creative guy. For, for such a creative guy to I do Guardians of the Galaxy and be a great director. That's where he is now. I think I think to his what his point was is back then I was trying to make a name for myself. Make a splash. Be provocative. By doing that? That's I'm not dumb. saying it's right. I'm saying that's his explanation. And I don't yeah. think he's saying it's right either. I think he's just I, trying I, to say I'm, what he was I'm doing just, as a dumb younger just guy. Just looking at the tweets. Go, man, what were you thinking? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be provo- trying and, to be provocative just to be provocative. And again, most young people aren't thinking. And in Roseanne's argument here, this was ten, how, ten years ago. Ish, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, ten he years wasn't is, that young. Ten years is a pretty drastic difference. Well, he that young isn't the guy in his mid thirties. How old is he? He's a he's a younger fella. I thought. Is that, I thought I thought he was maybe forty five. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I could e- be wrong. Either way, I mean, to, and James Gunn. Is 51. Damn, really? At That's 41, not what I thought. you should know better. I'm thinking of somebody else. Well, with the Roseanne thing, I understand her argument because there's a somewhat of a double standard, but at the same time, this is apples uh, and oranges. He, he looks like he's 25, but he's 51. Maybe that's where I got it thrown off. No, now it's both sides. Republicans, Democrats, conservatives, liberals. Well, well I'm telling. I'm telling. Right. I'm going to look back at your stuff. Well, I'm going to look back at your stuff. How many you can't and now and now everybody's Twitter pasts are being looked into. Yeah. How many people just I'm gonna make their day to be the whistleblower on somebody like this? You, you know? know what we need? And if we could all just agree to one thing. Just one thing. Just we call it reset day. Where everybody's social medias are just reset. I'd love that. Like now we both now we all know the deal. <laughs> we all know the dangers of it. Lesson learned. Yeah. We'll just say, like, December 1st is reset day, where everybody's social medias are just reset. You, you know what's like funny? Like, you just delete let's, everything in the history. Yeah, That's no, it. Let's, just let's, let's, fresh start. Or let's all pray for a solar flare that takes out all of our satellites, and we replace them within a week. And just, fr- just a fresh start. <laughs> yeah. Just enough of this nonsense. Listen, Riz, guess it's what? Nonsense. That that can already happen. All it's called is deactivate and then create a new one. No, I know, but if we're all, if we're all on the same page here... Yeah, sure, you could deactivate your account. I could do it, but if there's just somebody press a button and then everything's erased and we all start from square one, now y'all know. 
Sounds like a Sandra Bullock movie. Don't be racist on there. Don't talk about pedophilia, having sex with children. Just don't do it. Y'all know now. You're all well aware. Yeah. I'm, we're giving you enough time. December 1st, that's a date. Sandra Bullock and Jason Sudeikis star in <laughs> Reset Day. Sounds like a great idea. Wait, my social media account. Great idea. So, sounds There's like a great no idea. no drawbacks to it. Here's the only drawback, though. None. Whatever is okay now, or whatever is uncouth now, is going to flip on its head in 20 years. So all this stuff and is then being we have reset day time. two. <laughs> <laughs> so we purge every fifteen. Years. Reset reset day two judgment day. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean that that's another thing too is we're taking today's culture and judging yesterday's culture and then vice versa. And yeah. There's there's we, we evolve or some people would say de- devolve. You know we're sensitive to things now that weren't sensitive to ten years ago. Yeah. Culture, like it or not. Cultural morality is things continually. Change changing next you know what we need to do is we need to watch out for roseanne's twitter or whatever she does on october the 17th which will be a wednesday because tuesday october the 16th is when abc is premiering the connors first episode new series tuesday october 16th and that's almost a month after the network kicks off its fall schedule which is september the 24th obviously the delay in that is they had to figure all this out and then get the writers in a room and start writing for this thing so october 16th that is a tuesday on abc that is the premiere of the connors get me a read me like some of the james gunn tweets see if i were disney Listen, the past, the past, you said some dumb things, but they were so wildly unfunny, I'd fire them for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> just so dumb. This is a creative guy. <laughs> yes, you're judged on your past. That's why you have a resume. Mm. It's pulling up here. This is part of your resume? Just this unfunny stuff? <laughs> if I'd have known this, I wouldn't have hired you. Exactly. Um... There's a whole lot I can't really read because of the filthy language. I mean, there's really not a whole lot I can read, Riz. But again, uh, this is unrelated. Okay, here, this, this may be the plant version of adopting a damaged 12-year-old girl who steals your money and accuses you of molesting her. Okay, it's is not even funny. One of his, the, the ones that say the best thing about rape is after rape, you realize that rape is over or something to that effect. Yeah, was that all, him that said that? It's okay. all, yeah, yeah it was Here, Here's, it's here's all one too. The Expendables was so manly that I... Mm, that I... Sexually hooked up with the little wussy boy next to me. The boys are back in town. Okay, yeah, not mean, funny. it's not even funny. Provocative. So, but let me, let me remind you that... You know, uh, I think some of those Dr. Doolittles and all those, some of those are Disney movies, right? That Eddie Murphy's in? Yeah. Okay. Now, Eddie Murphy, not on Twitter, but on HBO and on movies and in the theaters, like, has Raw. If you go back and listen to Raw, there are some things that are not acceptable tweets. You know what I'm saying? But but, but, but then he got away with it and it was funny and culture did not push back. Yeah, but Eddie Murphy's funny. But I, I'm just. <laughs> those were funny. I like tasteless jokes. You know what I'm saying, man? I'm, I'm saying, like, the cultural evolution, or like you said, de-evolution, is it's difficult. It's it's difficult, and that's where Roseanne, I think, doesn't have an argument necessarily because she did it yesterday. What? Well, I, I mean, sh- he's he shaking just, his head. It's just some of this stuff is just so dumb. I mean, it's it, it, like he's talking like I, I, again. I can't even get into it, but like 
He's t- he goes after the, the trans community. A lot of stuff well, about, now they're about saying little some kids. Of the, the stars of Guardians of the Galaxy are, are thinking about walking. But they've all signed contracts. I don't yeah. know how they walking. can. What, in support of gun? In support of gun. Huh. So let me. I, I, will, I will not read this full tweet. It says here the hotel shower is the weak. This hotel shower is the weakest ever. Feels like a, and then says something about a child. <sighs> just, it's not even funny. Mm-mm. He was just trying to. But I, I don't get trying to be provocative just provocative. to be provocative. Yeah. With no context or anything. There's, Who knows? There's no point to it other than than to just be a. And what's ironic about it is back then he wrote those to get attention. And now, uh, and got now, it. the exact opposite. Yeah, this was in March of 2011, where like, it was it was basically from 2009 through 2011 ish is when these tweets were 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 pulled from. Hmm. Keep going. A couple of uh, quick uh, way back Wednesday stories, and this is a little audio to it, Riz. If you don't mind, in a second, she got had it. a party for her 45th birthday. At a club in New York City, and she sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. All right, who is, who is this? this thing? A place beyond the stars. To a step beyond the rain. What is it? 45? Would we know this person? Absolutely. When I heard she was 45, I was like, wow. She is, you'll get this on the probably fourth clue. She is an American activist, television personality, Megyn Kelly, fashion designer, former White House intern. Oh, Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky, about a week ago, turned, or actually two days ago, turned 45 years wow. old. Yeah. Wow. And one other trivia question for you here the movie came out 38 years ago today. I know the answer. Here's some trivia. It was Ted Knight's last movie before he died. Uh, thir- how many years ago? 38 years ago. It's got to be Caddyshack. Caddyshack, yes. Also, Bill Murray's role was originally supposed to be a silent character. Did you know that? I think I did know that. Most of uh, Bill Murray's scenes were improv. Did you know that? Kenny Loggins' song, I'm Alright. You know that one? Big movie, big song in the movie? Yeah. He didn't want that. Harold Ramos, who was obviously the guy behind the movie, his first choice for a band to do a song was... Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd said, no, thank you very much. Uh, more trivia on the blog for uh, Caddyshack. Crappy birthdays. WWE wrestler Finn Balor is 36. Rapper Mac Lethal is 36. Matt LeBlanc, who's Joey on Friends, is 51. Uh, I, what is David Bowie's widow's name? How do you pronounce it? Iman. Iman. She is uh, 63. Uh, and today's Burton birthday of the day, taken from us way too soon. She was the star of Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. And even though she was the third youngest on the show, she played the mom on Golden Girls. Estelle Getty would have been... 90. 101. 96. 80, 89. 95 years young. Because she was, today. I think, the one of the younger of the, of the Golden Girls. Even Third youngest the of the group. Yeah. Today's porno birthday. I know which my is, Golden Girls trivia. Or I just said it. <laughs> today's today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's. I knew it before you said it. Yeah. You remember, you were talking so about her upstairs oldest? earlier. That's right. What? What? 
Today's Bruno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Gail Force. Today's birthday girl has been uh, smashed more than car windows left parked downtown for more than 24 hours in 190 fi- fine films, including Sex Fifth Avenue, Black to the Future, Man Witch, Erectnophobia, Volume 2, The Hills Have Thighs, <laughs> and who can forget her unforgettable role in What Kind of Girls Do You Think Us Sluts Are? Gail Force is 52 years old. That's your porno birthday, crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. So that scene at Caddyshack with Bill Murray and Chevy Chase was Cannibal. improvised. Which Cannibal one? it. The one where they're inside. Oh, with the ball? Yeah, yeah. Where they're inside Bill Murray's little shack. Yeah, when the ball comes in. Tideless? Tideless 3? Yeah. yeah. Mind if I just play through? Man, I guess... Uh, I guess this is audio from a deleted scene. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. From the movie. How's your game, Ty? It's pretty good. I'm loosening up a bit. Mind if I uh, show you a little something? Something you, I, I've been watching you and seeing what the hell you're up to, and this is what I see. That's a club. Man? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Here's you, see. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Too fast. Very fast. Much too fast. You're going to make you whippy. So you're coming back here. You're breaking in around here. By the time you get down to here, see, you've lost it all. And by the time you get down here to your contact zone, you may as well be playing on the ladies' tee. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. where he just drives up on a giant lawnmower. Yeah. It's huge. Almost uh, looks like a combine or something. I think that they hated each hated other, each other. Yes. or it was a scheduling thing or both where I think they only filmed together for maybe a day. It was one. Yeah. They said that I remember, I think it was Chevy Chase that said, uh, I agreed to shoot one scene with him and that we had to take, we had to get it done in one day. And that's all I wanted to do. Hmm. That's a great. I may we I may rewatch that today. I, well, I interviewed uh, Lacey Underalls, the uh, the female in that. Uh, I think it was on the twentieth anniversary of the thing, huh. and she was scared to death because it was her first and only movie. And the scene where her and Chevy Chase at the piano, and then when when he pours the baby oil on mm-hmm. her back, on, she's really pissed because that was all improvised, and he wasn't supposed to put all that baby oil all over, and he put it all over. She was actually really. Very upset. Huh. My God, that is the neatest thing I've ever heard. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. <laughs> That's easily in my top five, so I could keep going on the trivia if you want. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yeah, no. We're all right. We got news to get to. Lacey Underalls. So tomorrow, right after the show, the fellas will be heading up to Gingham's. Gingham's Homestyle Restaurant, 94 and 70. And once they're inside, they're inside for 24 hours. The lock and punishment begins tomorrow after the show in conjunction with Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon, all to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. So Donnie's going to be broadcasting live from inside the studio, playing your on-demand request starting at 10 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, your donations to get your songs played, your, your business plugs going benefits that amazing cause but while the fellows are locked in a gingham's 20 percent of your bill up there will go towards the charity as well so we're uh we're encouraging people to go up and visit the guys patrico and jeff and moon have some dinner stare so, tony said he's buying and it's gonna be great because you guys will be talking to each other you know from the studio to the gingham's i'll be in with donnie on on Friday, helping out here. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it would be a good time. Hopefully raise a ton of money. I'm going to stop up for dinner on uh, Thursday. I got a good feeling. Oh, hopefully you can find a table to sit at. Yeah, I'm going to sit with you guys. Uh, Save me a spot. Table for three. Save me a spot. Table for three. I got a good feeling about this year. 
uh, with with the, with the combo, uh, you know, of events we're doing, I think we're going to beat the record. That's going to be great. It's going to be great. Raise a lot of money, hopefully. Good cause, good times. Good food. Good, good, good company. Good food, great food. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. As uh, we were getting on the air this morning, seeing reports of emergency crews out on North Main Street in St. Charles this morning, just before 3 o'clock because of a fire. This was at a building in the 200 block of North Main near Monroe Street. And a witness says she saw smoke coming from the apartment above 212 Dance Club. And the witness said that three people were able to get out with two dogs. I guess a third dog was rescued. And they're saying the fire may have started in the kitchen. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Department looking for the person who stole gas from two cars parked in a MoDOT commuter lot. This was along 55 in Barnhart on Monday. Investigators think that someone... At some time between 5.30 in the morning and 3.30 in the afternoon, drilled holes in the gas tanks of a 2005 Chevy Suburban and a 2008 Toyota Tundra. So they drilled holes in the gas tank. I guess they stole the gas? I guess so. It's a pretty interesting way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. What about an old-fashioned siphon? Well, now you know a lot of those. Oh, the locks. A lot of the cars, you know, they lock, yeah, with the, mm. the gas tank lock. Uh, they searched businesses nearby, couldn't find any surveillance video. Uh, they got a good look at whoever did this. And apparently there have been reports of this happening two other times this month in Jefferson County. On July 1st and July 13th, both times at a commuter lot on Highway CC in Olympian Village. And by the way, to repair the gas tanks, how much do you think that costs? Ooh. And and this is you got to and these are holes drilled in right. gas tanks. Yeah, so, so you got, I'm, I'm sure you got to replace the whole thing. Yeah. I'd say a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought was thousand dollars. It'll cost between fifteen hundred and twenty five hundred bucks. Wow! Damn! What a huge crime, too, man! <laughs> stealing gas. I'm going around stealing stealing gas from a four wheeler. Like who? What, what are what, you doing? What's more huge? Stealing copper or stealing gas? Oh, stealing gas is I way more. Stealing gas yeah. to go. You to are steal right. way more hooge. Yeah, right, yeah. To power your vehicle to go steal the copper. Because <laughs> right. that's the person where you know, when one of his buddies finds out, they go, "Larry, are you stealing gasoline?" Larry, and he goes, and he goes "Gasoline is going to be currency soon." Mm-hmm. Oh, you think he's stockpiling? Okay. In he's like got a, a garage full of gas. Yeah, like, like orange bad. paint buckets in the back, he's just got, backyard. Yeah, he just got buckets of gas in his garage. <laughs> this is the kind of guy that smokes while he's doing it, too. Yeah. 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 Boy, and, and I know you're laughing now, but this is this is a horrible story. I guess you guys talked about this while I was gone. Uh, one was killed when concrete fell off the Union Lindell overpass onto Forest Park Parkway, killing a woman. So the accident was on Monday afternoon. Uh, the woman killed was Jan Torsi Mokwa, the wife of former police chief Joe Mokwa. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Holy cow, that's that's horrible. It was a one-ton piece of concrete that fell, and they said she, she was killed instantly. Yeah, that's an awful story. So the concrete fell when a driver, 22 years old, lost control of her car while trying to turn onto Lindell. 
she hit a light pole and then the concrete barrier and the barrier just fell. I mean, and the reason why she lost control is still under investigation. Uh, I think this morning they said that they are pursuing the investigation of reckless driving. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, man. Now, city officials say, hey, the bridge was inspected. It's safe. But there are conflicting reports on that, too. Oh, they're saying that it was it was yesterday. The story that we reported was that uh, it's been deemed as unsafe. Well, well the city or no, the condition was poor. The yeah, condition yeah, poor, was poor. Condition. Poor, it was but deemed as safe. Still safe. Yeah, the the last time it had been like redone or refurbished was before the arch. Yeah, yeah, before the arch was put up. So that's not a great stat. But regardless, <clears throat> even if let's say it had just been inspected, or that fence had just been—I mean, not fence, whatever you call it—wall. It it looks like a fence. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, like concrete a concrete barrier. Right, right, right. Even if it had just been put up there, a car hits that, it's going to knock it down. They're saying, they're saying it's just a freak accident. Right. Like, you can't blame the bridge. But horrible. Uh, while I was out of town, I saw this story, and it wound up being national news. And it all started with that Post-Dispatch article about the Uber Lyft driver, Jason Gargak. He's the guy from Florissant who's uh, given about 700 rides in the area since March. Almost all of them have been streamed onto his uh, Twitch channel, his uh, live stream, live video website, Twitch. He went under the username Just Smurf. So after reviewing the videos and comments, Uber said they are ending their partnership with Jason. And they said that he violated the company's user terms and community guidelines. I was uh, looking into the story. I found it fascinating just trying to look to see what the reaction of, of people are. And there were some people on there defending, defending what Jason did, streaming his passengers unknowingly on Twitch. You have you have to also remember, and I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna say this, but what he did technically is not illegal. No, what he did te- it's creepy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it right. If I were on the back of the car and I was filmed not knowing I'd be pissed was he making money on on the account I want to know that too on the on the Twitch account not I want to know that too I'm just there's a lot of questions that I have well and and I had Patrico yesterday reach out to this guy mm-hmm. I called Tony uh, yesterday afternoon because hey, listen he's from our area it's a national story let's see if we get him on the air so Tony reached out to him got in touch with him mm-hmm so Tony was talking to this guy on uh, on social media, direct messages back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah, and I I told Tony, hey, let's get this guy on tomorrow. We'll give him uh, his his uh, chance to tell his side of the story. Because so far, really, no comment from this guy. Yeah, anywhere. And he at first said, no, he doesn't want to be on the phone. He wants to come in. Okay, yeah, he'd come in. And then he said that he wants us to check out the truck before before coming in. Yeah, he said he wanted us to to see for ourselves the stickers that were posted and the fact that none of the cameras cuz some cuz some news news sources said that the cameras were they were hidden cameras and he wanted to show us that there's no cameras that were hidden, they were cl- in clear view. Yeah, well, let's be honest. And things like that. You see a camera in an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi, and you go, it's probably for the driver's protection. Right. Correct. Just in case something goes south. 
Listen, I get that, there's but I mean, video. if somebody's saying that he put, there's a difference between I'm filming somebody with this camera here and streaming it live, then I've got hidden cameras. I mean that that I mean both are not good, they, but one is way creepier be, than the they other. Maybe yeah, cameras in view. But it's hidden the fact that it's streaming to a website that people are looking to. And that part of it is still legal? Streaming it? Because it says, well, it says here that, um, I I can't remember the exact verbiage on the sticker, but it says something along the lines of like, you are on camera. But it doesn't say you're being streamed. It just says you're on camera. Like, you are on camera, or please be aware that you are on camera by entering this vehicle. But you don't think that you're you're being live streamed and people are watching Your point, yeah. You don't think that. Bit deceptive, maybe. It's very deceptive. Yeah. It's legal, sure. It's deceptive, for sure. Yeah, you see a camera, you're, you're up. Driver's protection, mm-hmm. not being streamed where people are watching. I don't know how many people would watch this at once. I don't know how many. I don't know how many users he had. It could have been ten. It could have been a hundred. Could have been a thousand. I have no idea. It's creepy, yeah. and morally, it's it's wrong. And I'm sure this guy wasn't thinking about the consequences. No, he was just, I mean, if you saw his old Twitter post, it was like, all right, here we go. Let's see what we can find today. And it was for entertainment, yeah. and he wasn't thinking about it. And he got called down on it. So I, I told Tony, like, hey, have him bring the car down, and we'll take a look at it. And, uh, you know, and he'd come on the air, and we could he could tell his side of it. We'd kind of chat this out. I think it would be a very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. But he has refused. Okay. I thought we had him. I thought it was going to go for it. But what do you what do you write at the end? Uh, he said, "I appreciate the offer, but I think now it's in my best interest to not do anything. The media will pick apart. Not saying your show would do that at all. I actually think your show is probably the fairest opportunity I'd receive yeah. to tell my side of the story. I just don't want any of what's going on right now, and do not want to uh, provide the opportunity for my words to be picked apart and skewed to fit whatever narrative somebody else may have. Right. Thanks again for the offer. Sure, I thought it'd be interesting." And yeah. give him a forum to say his mm-hmm. piece. And, he he did say that he's uh, he's contemplating and he and he will put up maybe a YouTube video of like a uh, quote unquote tour of his vehicle. I don't think I don't think the the cameras are the issue. The where they're located that's not the issue. The issue is people are getting in, and sure, okay, you're on camera, but. They don't know that you're streaming it. And people right. are watching if it. If it just said the words live streaming, then then he would have been covered, right? When I read Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains was in the car. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see he that. He got Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains in the car. I think possibly when he was here for, for Point Fest hmm. with Allison Chains. So, interesting story, local. We tried, Jason. Hey, remember when the uh, the bike sharing thing started downtown uh, downtown here a couple months ago? There were uh, two companies, Lime Bike and Ofo. Mm-hmm. Well, Ofo's out. They were the yellow bikes you'd see down here. They have pulled out of the city. And a company spokesperson isn't saying why. But fear not, though, the bird scooters that were around last week, they're back. The company launched the program illegally last week, and these are these motorized scooters. Mm-hmm. So the company launched the program illegally last week, but the the Board of uh, Public Service approved the company, and the scooters could be back downtown here today. So we'll see those in the Mississippi as well, <laughs> and stolen. <laughs> it's the same same principle, right? They don't they don't ride until you. 
pay you, for it. Yeah, there's a little uh, Q, Q, what is it, Q code, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, on like it. the handlebars, and you got to scan thing? it. Yeah, QR code. And you got to scan that with the app, and then it activates it. You see the uh, Jerry Cantrell thing? Yeah. It says uh, he's he's driven around multiple people, including drunk college students, children, TV news reporters, and even Jerry Cantrell, the guitarist from Alice in Chains. Yeah, crazy. Listen, I looked at my Uber and uh, Lyft receipts. I don't have many. But I went to go see if this guy drove me somewhere. I want to know. What was I doing? In what the did I do? <laughs> I know when Jeff rides around an Uber, he gets really racist. It's just nothing. And naked. <laughs> he naked and racist. Naked and racist. He can't help himself. <laughs> I don't want that streamed, man. Come on. <laughs> Naked and racist. Was do we know? Was this this guy's only job? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, has anybody seen uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's new show on Showtime? Nope. I don't have Showtime. The one where he's kind of dressing up as people and and interviewing these political characters. I have not. Sarah Payne. It's like an updated allergy show. Right? Yes. So two days after Georgia State Rep. Jason Spencer appeared on. On Showtime, on Sasha Baron's uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's new show, the mock documentary series. I mean, during which this guy was seen dropping his pants and repeatedly yelling the N-word. What? Representative Spencer said yesterday he will resign. So during Sunday night's episode of the show is called Who is America? Sasha Baron Cohen was posing as an Israeli anti-terrorism expert instructing Representative Spencer on tactics to evade terrorist attacks. In one of them, he repeatedly yelled the N-word after he was told that it was a good way to draw attention if he was being attacked. Oh, my God. When is this show getting taken off the air? In another part, the dude dropped his pants, backed his exposed rear end towards Sasha Baron Cohen while shouting, USA at America, after being told by him to, quote, use your buttocks to intimidate ISIS. This guy just seems like a giant dummy. He also used a uh, mocking Asian accent in another fake exercise. And uh, Representative Spencer apologized, but at first resisted calls to resign. Despite being condemned by, among others, uh, the, the governor of Georgia. So here is Representative, this is not from the show, this is Representative Spencer in the past. All you damn sad over in the Middle East, we are tired of you coming to America, and we are tired of you trying to threaten us. We will cut off your You understand? We will take your and we will shove it in your mouth, pull it off, and put it in your mouth. How are you going to rape children and women without a I'm Jason Spencer. I'm an elected official in the state of Georgia. I'm a state representative member of the Georgia General Assembly. Okay. Okay. Not anymore. That was not from the show? No, that was not from the show. That was actually from his exit interview after he quit. (laughs) Uh, There are lots of new parents out there trying to come up with uh, a unique name for their their baby. So what happens if you come up with the perfect one-of-a-kind name and then all of a sudden it gets popular? So there's a woman who just posted on a parenting website about that particular dilemma. 
I know the right thing to do. You give the kid away. That's right. Right up for adoption. See ya. I can make those jokes. Uh, four years ago, she had a daughter and named her uh, Esme. E-S-M-E-E. Esme. And she thought it was totally original, but lately she's been seeing the name everywhere, including two other students in her daughter's upcoming grade school. And she might be onto something. Even though her daughter's exact name, E-S-M-E-E, Esme, has never been in the Social Security Administration's top 1,000 names. E-S-M-E, Esme, also pronounced that way. Yeah. Was the 923rd most popular girl's name in 2010, and it's up to 585th in 2017. So her solution? She wants to change her four-year-old's name to something else. What? Oh, no way. You Get gotta be kidding. Out of here. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, do what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah. Your kid is not an accessory. It's <laughs> a great point. Your kid is not a handbag or or a bracelet. It's a human being. You name the four-year. The four-year-old has been going around with that name. Right. What's your name? Uh, you uh, mean now or before uh, I was five? Is a talking human who knows things and does things. Plus, they just learned how to spell this dumb name Esme. Other parents on the site are trying to talk her out of it since they uh, they say that by the time the kid is four, they've really gotten used to the name and started developing a sense of self around it. Why do you care this much that your four-year-old's name is popular? You know what I mean? It's not, it's not even popular. Yeah, it's not even popular. It's not even popular. It's not even popular. And maybe she thinks this is going to climb up to the top ten. I don't think so. It's got a long way to go. It's a name. Your kid is not an accessory. Yeah. <laughs> Closest I've come to this is a name my kid. I mean, it's not a obscure name, but it was a name that wasn't really being used. And then a famous person by the same name died, I don't know, two years later. So everybody's like, oh, did you name her after that person? I was like, no, no, the math doesn't really work out. But that's all I hear. Hmm. Hey, let's go back to the Uber thing real quick. Uh, Missy in St. Charles was in this guy's Uber and was recorded twice. Hey, Missy. Hi, good morning. Hi. So Hi. when you found this out. All right, so you read the article in the Post-Dispatch or somebody tells yeah. you about it. And how do you find out you were recorded? Well, I recognized his face immediately when I saw the headline on the Facebook article. And I said, oh, I remember that guy. And I remembered it well because we were with him twice. And he had a, a vehicle that really stood out. It had all these lights in it. And it was a really, really expensive, nice vehicle. It, it was, in a, was it a, what kind of car was it? A Silverado? I it was say. like a, it was a Silverado, but it was all decked out. Leather seats. He had um, lights all along the inside, so uh -huh. it was lit up on the inside, and and it was my niece's bachelorette party, which Ooh. is the other reason I remember it so right. well. So, did you notice a camera in there? No. Did you notice Not a sign all. that said you are on camera? No, and that was my that was the thing that aggravated me the most because I sat in the passenger seat. So the way he pulled up his car, I would have never had an opportunity to see that if I walked straight to the passenger side right. door, got right in. All right, so you recognize the guy's face, and you go, "Hmm, I I wonder if I was on this uh, this uh, this Twitch site. Did you go onto Twitch to see if if maybe something was archived or how many people viewed your video?" 
I did not because at the point I had the opportunity to do so, he had already deleted them. Right. Ironically, the day I found out was my niece's wedding day. Oof. And we were at, it was her bachelorette party. Are you pissed? Where we were in the car. Are you pissed? More than, I don't even think that's a, I can't even say a strong enough word. Violated. It, 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 I know that might be too strong of a word, but it's almost a violation. Well, I didn't get in a car expecting people, strangers, to be commenting on my looks or my conversation. But Missy, or, people, people on, on, on social media are saying, hey, you know what? Screw you. It's legal. He can do what he wants. There's a lot of legal things that people should not do. That's a damn good response. It's, isn't it creepy? If anything. It is extremely creepy to know that there were people out there that were sitting in front of their computers looking at me and watching myself and my family having, you know, a, a fun time, but yet picking up us apart physically and commenting on us and yeah. having discussions about us. It's, it's violating. Yeah. Where are the cameras located or camera or whatever? I, th- I think right right up front. Like on the like on the dashboard up front, I believe, and it just kind of shoots back. I believe that's yeah, what I saw. Yeah, from the pictures, it looked like mm-hmm. they were right on the dashboard. But you know, I, you, you get in one of those cars, you just don't look for those. But now I will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to make me think twice if I see a camera on there. Hey, where are you streaming anywhere? Yeah, where is this video going? And especially Jeff, since he likes to get naked and racist. That is so true. All right, you, know, you gotta just gotta gotta be <laughs> you gotta be careful nowadays. <laughs> If, hey, Missy, if you were to say anything to Jason, the driver, what would you say? Well, it's funny you ask that because it just so happened that my second trip with him, he asked us to pay him directly and not pay through Uber. Uber. So I still had my Venmo transaction Ah. that I went back to, and I did leave him a nice message, and those words can't be said on the air. Ah, has he has he gotten back to ah, you? Ah, Spanish. He has not, <laughs> but it, it it was a public transaction, so. Oh, wow. Uh, I might be able to be seen. Is there any other action you may take? Well, I already reached out to Uber, um, went back and commented, and Uber immediately responded to me, um, apologetic, and let us know that he is being reviewed. And then, of course, we know that he was fired from You them. better get some free rides, Missy. Mm-hmm. Something. You better get something. <laughs> something. Well, thank you for calling, and I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, shedding some light on that. That's creepy. Got an Ofo bike that's not being used. If you want to borrow that, yeah, you know she's she's right. You know people are on Twitch commenting on their looks, and they have no idea. Yeah, that sucks. Even if it's one person, yeah, it's not right. All right, welcome back. We're gonna make our real or fake picks pretty soon. One hundred five seven thepoint dot com slash cans. Check out the cans of questions for this week. You know, back to uh, Uber for a second here. When I was in uh, New York, we. Uh, we took a whole bunch of Ubers. I think uh, I think we were in an Uber three or four times over the course of a couple of days. I, how often do you call Uber? Oh, Anybody gosh. here? I've done it a total of probably five or six times. I'm the same way. I've yeah. taken Uber maybe five times tops. It's definitely not a regular thing for me. Well, you might want to think twice before calling another. A new uh, report from the Miami Herald reveals that some Uber drivers are charging customers 80 to 150 bucks after falsely reporting that riders vomited in their vehicles. And the scam stems from a mandatory cleaning fee that Uber charges customers if they puke inside a driver's vehicle. And the drivers are sending false photos of the incident to Uber management, who then initiates the fee. 
And it's kind of hard to fight it. It's your word against Uber's, against Uber drivers. And look, they have photographic evidence. In a statement sent to a business insider, an Uber spokesperson said, participating in fraudulent activity of any kind is a clear violation of our community guidelines. We are constantly evaluating our processes and technology related to these crimes and claims and will take appropriate action whenever fraud may be detected. So just watch out for that. So now you're telling me when I take an Uber, I got to take pictures when I get out of the car? I don't know. I'm just going to start, you know, hitting video. Here I am leaving. Check out the back you seat. See, We're all good. You see, if your Uber driver was twitching, yeah. ah, then you'd have proof. You, you'd yeah. have proof, see? <laughs> oh, you, you know what? And real quickly, to, to, yeah. since you're still on Uber, a friend texted me and said that he was making money off of that because he had subscribers on, on Twitch. Twitch. Does that make sense? Because I, I don't, I don't really necessarily know about yeah, Twitch said, as far as like if I have a Twitch tips. account and you subscribe, then I get tips that way, or I get money that uh, way from you. Yeah, it says that you can like tip, like you know, hey, you know, a lot of it's video games. That's what that's what Twitch is is mostly for, like streaming video games and yeah. stuff. And somebody can go, you know, hey man, uh, I'll tip you five bucks if you throw a grenade into that group oh, of okay. farmers over there or something, uh, and then you do okay. it, and then oh, here's your tip. Uh, here's another scam. And don't worry, hackers are not about to share videos of you doing perverted, depraved things all over the internet. But there's a new email scam going around that's very convincing. And a lot of people are falling for it. So scammers are sending emails saying they've hacked your webcam and recorded you watching porn. And just to drive the point home, they'll include one of the real passwords you use. They demand at least 1200 bucks in Bitcoin, or they say they will send the video to all of your contacts. There's a Black Mirror episode just like this. Is there? And, a, and, and apparently some of them twist. and some of them have made well over $50,000 in blackmail payments. Well, it's, it's all a lie. They probably got your email and one of your real passwords from one of the many, many sites like Yahoo that have been hacked over the past couple of years. But they did not get into your webcams and record you. Hmm. That being said, it's not impossible for someone to hack into your webcam. So you might want to put a piece of tape or post it over it when you're not using it. I do that at home. Been saying that for a decade. Or, you know, go old school like Jeff and just, you know, buy porno mags. There you go. I mean, come you know, on. Jugs is still decent, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's hacking into my, in between my mattresses, are they? <laughs> <laughs> you got to delete nothing. You burn the evidence is what you do. <laughs> Boy, I thought of Jeff when I saw this story. You know, the Planet Fitness uh, chain of uh, gyms. <laughs> Use a slogan saying they're, quote, judgment-free zone. It's their way of appealing to all people who might be intimidated by more hardcore gyms. Or at least they thought that's who they were appealing to. There is a 34-year-old guy. His name is Eric Stagno. He went to a uh, Planet Fitness in New Hampshire on Sunday. Stripped totally naked. And then started doing yoga on one of their mats. 
And the staff called the cops. And when they got there, Eric's like, hey, why are you messing with me? I'm, I'm, I'm naked here. I thought this was a judge, judgment-free zone. Get out of here. <laughs> that was his excuse. Hey, it's a judgment-free zone. Hell of an excuse, huh? Mm. Checkmate. Yeah, I'd almost been like, damn, that was good. Go ahead and go. Get your clothes on, yeah, but go I, ahead and if go. If I were one of the cops, I might have let him go for his creativity, <laughs> but the cops weren't having it. So he was arrested for indecent exposure, lewdness, and disorderly conduct. Oh, man. You seen the mugshot? Yeah. Jeff, he's got your beard, dude. <laughs> yeah, he does. If you grew if you grow your hair to shoulder length, you could be this guy for Halloween. Well, that guy with a fro, but yeah. And uh, finally, speaking of creepers, back in February, and don't get any ideas, Jeff, after this story, a young woman was uh, working her shift in the uh, cosmetic section of a department store in Tokyo. And a guy in his early 30s approached. He was uh, squinting. And he was walking with uh, what they're describing as hesitant steps. And he told the woman that he couldn't see, and he asked for some help finding the bathroom. And as she was guiding him to the can, the dude fell. And when the woman crashed down to help him up, he grabbed and fondled her chest and then ran away. So the cops are called, and while looking through the store's security videos, they found footage of the guy walking around the store with ease. No problem. Yep, he was a faker. He wasn't blind. Remember, that happened in February. The guy was just caught. Not blind. He admitted to groping the woman, and investigators are looking into whether or not he was involved in multiple other cases of saleswoman being groped by a guy who claimed to be blind, which have happened in the area. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Just so happened to be somebody stuff. else doing the same exact thing <laughs> in, in the, the area. area. <laughs> it's, it's totally him. So the case closed. It's don't him. do this, is it's, what you're don't saying. Don't do that, Jeff. And that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games all the time. Yesterday, for the second game in a row, a Cardinal pitcher took a no-hitter into the seventh inning. And then the fire alarms went off in Cincinnati. And no, that's not a cutesy saying about something else. Legit at the ballpark, the fire alarms started going off. There was a brief delay as they figured everything out. Then as Austin Gomber stepped back onto the mound, the Reds got a hit. Followed by a homer, 2-0 no-hitter, quickly turned into a 2-2 tie. Well, I saw when the fire alarms went off, and then I guess coming back out of the field, the Reds played We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel over the loudspeakers. You got it. That does, really? That does, that does throw a wrench into that oh, it does. momentum and everything. Oh, 100%. Yes. No yes. doubt so about bad. it. I actually was wondering when I read this, or when I heard about it, I was wondering where my brother was. Because remember, he's famous for pulling fire alarms. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, is, it is that is his thing. Uh, fortunately for the Cardinals, Dexter Fowler came up to bat in the 11th inning, and this happened. Good nope, forever. that's not it. Hepatitis, see you later. That's the wrong clip. See you in hell, big boy. Uh, you played the wrong clip. It sound like Danny Manor. Fowler, a drive. Out to deep right. At the wall. Gone! Dexter Fowler. Opposite field home run. The Cardinals have the lead here in the 11th. Final score, 4-2 to two Cardinals. The Cardinals have a little morning baseball today. Morning oh, baseball. Hey. Yep. Oh. 
First pitch scheduled for 11.35 a.m. That's like two and a half hours from now. Jack Flaherty gets the start. Uh, We mentioned this briefly. Go ahead. No, please. Uh, We mentioned this briefly yesterday uh, at the end of the show. Joel Edmondson and the St. Louis Blues avoided arbitration on Tuesday by agreeing to a one-year deal worth $3 million. Uh, Back to the Cardinals. So I was watching on Monday when that Ponce de Leon guy mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. into the seventh with the no-hitter. What, first first time Major League pitcher? Yeah. That's right. First start. Uh, I know you guys probably talked about it yesterday, but do you think he should have been pulled? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, his As, pitch count was over 120. 113. 113, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is why I'm not a manager. You just let him go, huh? Of course. Well, with our bullpen, I would have let him go. Any other circumstances, yeah, they wound up blowing the game anyway. Yep, they sure did. Uh, but I guess you know nowadays with the, you know, all these managers watching pitch counts and all that stuff, you don't want to throw somebody's arm out. But well, and that's one of the stats when you sh- if you see at the beginning of the game, it'll say you know his wins and losses and his ERA, and it'll say last how many days it's been since he pitched. I was nowadays. I tuned in. I was I I saw on Twitter that this guy was pitching no hitter. And I was at my mom's house, and I tuned in. I tuned in to watch his last inning, and I said, "Ah, you take him out!" Yeah. Finally, baseball is interesting. <laughs> we can't have that. Take that man out. And finally, some excitement. Yeah. On on a Monday night, was it Monday night or Sunday? It was, it was Mo- Sunday's game. Sunday's game. No, Monday's game. It was. It God, was damn, one some of- excitement. Yeah. Do you see that dude's curveball last night? Yeah, ridiculous. Holy shit. The smokes. breaking ball was ridiculous. You see how many people were on the stands for that Monday night game? Almost there was zero. Three people. Yeah. That's how pretty much every game in Cincinnati's been lately. It's been not, not been a great year for them as far as attendance wise. It is interesting watching another team other than the Cardinals and their feed. Mm-hmm. Like their announcers, oh, right. their yeah. game stuff. Yeah. You know what else is crazy? It's for the first time, I think, in since nineteen ninety eight, the Cardinals may not hit the average of three million. In attendance for the year, Duh. which is bizarre too, because I mean, you mean like total, like total, total, total yeah. attendance yeah. is like three million. Wow, really? Which is, yeah. yeah, which wow. is a sign. Uh, I mean, this is a sign of a lot of things. But the the crazy thing is, you're going to say that's, you know, with with the the, the losing team, that's mm-hmm. that's sort of a response to it. But man, we had a losing team for years and years, and we're yeah. famous for filling a stadium for a for a not great team. Yeah, that's kind of our thing. It's one of our backbone parts of our Cardinal mm-hmm. Nation and all that, so this yeah, sucks. The, the, yeah, the people will be there either way. Yeah. yeah. Not so much. Uh, back to the signing of Edmondson. With his signing, that leaves only Jordan Schmaltz as the only Blues-restricted free agent that is yet to be signed. Todd Gurley from the Rams signed a monumental contract, and this thing is huge. $60 million, which includes $45 million of that guaranteed. Largest ever given to a running back, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, one final story here. For the most part, Uber and other ride-sharing services have made life easy, right? I mean, like, made it very easy. Past couple stories we've had here have not, but it makes things easy. Except if you're a guy from Iowa named Brady Reef. He plays football for Iowa. He's a defensive tackle. Was arrested and charged with public intoxication on Saturday after he attempted to enter an Uber. Oops, I said Uber. I meant to say police car. I, I don't know uh, why. Wrong car. He thought this was his Uber, but he got right in, or at least tried to tug on the door, and when cops said to him, hey, 
why are you trying to get in the back of that car? And he goes, I thought that was your job, which makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah, At least he wasn't driving. Point yeah. two zero four hammered. He was wow. loaded. He was uh, taken to jail, released later that day, and he's been suspended for the season opener versus Northern Illinois. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline who? Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of my mutual mortgage and MLS number 12901. Guys, we're staying local. Oh, local Florida? local Missouri. Oh. We're staying local for today's headlines. So somebody from Florida came up here? That's House Springs, Missouri, where last Thursday, 28-year-old Ted Treese was arrested and charged with first-degree assault, second-degree assault, and two counts of armed criminal action. So on Thursday night, Ted went to a house in the 4700 block of Wedgwood and accused a man of putting sugar in his gas tank. Okay. I thought that was only a thing from like the movies. Yeah. TV and movies. You just heard about yeah. urban legends somebody doing that. A kid in high school claimed that his next door neighbor put sugar in his gas tank. I, and maybe it does happen. I'm sure people are like, well, I, I did that to somebody or that happened to me. And from what I hear, you know, the sugar reacts with it with the gasoline. It really, I mean, will ruin your it, car. It gums it up. It makes it really high, really hyper. Yeah. Uh, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> when you're driving, you're like, why does this car want to go so fast? Yeah, too much sugar in the gas tank. The car will lose a wheel. Stop it. You guys. No, you should have said too much sugar in the gas tank. It would affect its grill. Okay. We go there, too. Mine was funnier. It's a diabetes joke. Oh. I didn't get the diabetes joke. I did after you said that. I know. It was, it was not. So we're going to say that Yours was funnier wasn't. still? No. It was funnier. You want to reverse that? I know. Hey, reverse. All right. So Ted goes to this guy's house, accuses him of um, putting sugar in the gas tank. Then... Ted shot at the guy with a crossbow, cutting the guy's hand. Then Ted shot at the man's feet seven or eight times with a rifle. Jeez. Luckily, he missed. Ted ran off before the uh, cops got to the house. Ted's a bad shot. Well, either that or he's doing the dance, partner. But he was found the next morning walking along Highway 30, where he was arrested. Now, Ted is the son of Steve Treese, who was involved in a standoff with cops and charged with murdering a woman in Cedar Hill back on July 11th. Oh my, yes. Ted was arrested after confronting officers at the standoff, then running off. Do you remember that? Have you seen that video? To try to get to his dad. Have you seen the video of him running from cops? No. It is one of the funniest things. I mean, it's not funny. It's it's sad. But it is. it looks like it's a comedy thing. He's just standing there talking, and all of a sudden, see ya, he starts running. I gotta pull it up for you. It's insane. Well, Ted Treese... For this little incident with the crossbow and the sugar in the gas tank, he is today's headline hoosh. That family's got issues. A little bit. All right, welcome back. Gonna make our uh, real or fake picks here in a second. Tomorrow, right after the show, the fellows go up to Gingham's 94 and 70 in St. Charles for the lock in. Gingham's home style restaurant. Be locked in there for 24 hours. And uh, while the fellows are up there, 20% of uh, all bills will be going towards the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis in conjunction with Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon. And you don't have to be named Bill. Anybody that comes up there and eats part of their... Uh... Thank you, Moon. Yeah. Is he sending jokes in to you now Scott, since he's well, not in here? Scott's that... your writer. Sort of... All right, King Scott, get in here. 20% of all bills. It's like an arm and a leg. Is anybody else bringing, like, a change of clothes or anything like that? 
I uh, might bring some, I might bring some deodorant. Yeah, I'm not going to because I'm going to go home at some point. <laughs> no, okay. I thought about that, but what am, I, what am I going to do? I mean, when am I going to do that and for what purpose and where's the... I don't know, just to fresh, refresh. Fresh I'm, I'm going to bring, bring some toothpaste. I'm going to bring uh, some deodorant and... Can I use a toothbrush? That's it. Uh, sure. Uh, sure. There's a punishment for you right there. You want to share the toothpaste too? Oh, for whom? So instead of the sink, I'll just go straight. No, I'm saying like the loser would have to use everybody else's toothpaste. Is anybody else grossed out by sharing somebody's toothpaste? 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 Uh, like, like if, like, like if, let's just say for some reason me and you are in a hotel together. Hey, Rumi. Hey, pal. And I use some toothpaste and you forgot yours. You won't use that, the tube? Ooh, I don't know. That I, is a very weird thing. Uh, Why? I mean, you're kissing. I mean, what? You're, you're putting your toothbrush. <laughs> you're kissing. <laughs> How are you kissing? Your, your toothbrush does not touch the tip of the toothpaste? Not that I know it's of. Like a, it's like a, I mean, it's a kiss through, you know, three things but uh i mean so when you put your toothpaste on your the tip of the of the of the toothpaste i mean it goes touch. Mm, and he then might, i break it off no it doesn't touch you might as well and if it out. does maybe like a tiny tiny bit that's for a half of a millisecond that's, that's, hey a, a bristle touches it we might as well make out same thing it is a rule you're right yeah. now bristle you know, touches germs it. are microscopic and to answer your question no i don't care I care. I'm I'm hesitant. I mean, toothbrush. I'm 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 out. Like I won't even use. I won't even use my wife's toothbrush. (laughs) No. But when it comes to the actual tube, like, okay, that that, that means. Would you use mine? Because I squirt mine right under my tongue from the tube. Oh yeah, that's to be honest. To be honest with you, I probably would. Like for some reason, that does not bother me at all. I mean, it touches my tongue. I think that's the only thing that doesn't bother me. I've touched your tongue bunches. I told you. you. I I told this on the air that I, Doctor Foley, our our dentist. Said to get that Sonicare, mm-hmm. yep. the best. Yeah, you yeah. never had that before. That was, no, that was that's the next step for what, me. You were old school in it. That's what I I use. I What's, use uh, old school, man. Really? Like it's like a Civil War. Like I had an electric yeah. tooth. I had an electric one. You know, a battery one. Uh, but it wasn't like the Sonicare. Holy cow! It's like going to the dentist every time I brush. <laughs> Not an ad. It's terrific. Not an ad. <laughs> Not an ad for Sonicare. <laughs> you sell them out of your trunk. <laughs> Yeah, I got some real cheap if you need. It's terrific. Yeah, it's, it's a difference maker for sure. It really is. But then it gets all mm. grimy and gross, especially the old ones where you had to screw off the top. Oh, dude, you well, got to clean those things. Yeah, you just pull it off. But uh, when I went to uh, you know my, my brother and mom's house, yeah, it comes in a nice travel in a travel kit yeah, where you could charge it up. Well, see, that's a I was nice gonna say, thing. So you bring that with you when you travel. I well, did this that, time. That's yeah. the nice thing about that, though. You don't even need to take the charger. That thing will keep charged for a couple weeks. It did. I didn't even plug it in. Yeah, you don't need it. I take Beautiful. It on, I take it on tour and no big deal. Not an ad. Not an ad. I feel like an idiot. I'm just, <laughs> I just use a regular manual That's what I use, too, Jeff. But I was told to switch to Sonic. crank your car when you're... That's what I'm saying. When I, when I do that, it feels like I'm back in the Civil War. Like I might as well just have like cow lard or something or whatever you, they used to use. It feels so primitive after you get used to the. Oh, it's thing. wonderful, Jeff. Is it a is it a water jet or is it just a know. brush that vibrates or what's the deal? And Jeff, there's there's models there different all the way. Heads you can put on it. Yes, mm-hmm. there's different and models. It vibrates. Stop oh, it. Yeah. There's different models all the way from like thirty nine bucks to five hundred. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, don't get the thirty nine dollar one. Oh, I'd get, get the five hundred dollar one. You so know instead me. of moving your wrist, you can just keep it steady, and, and it does the same if, thing. If for I get you. one, it's going to be uh, the cheap one. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't, is, no, don't do that. Mm-mm. Well, then I'm not getting one because I'm not spending over a hundred dollars. But you will like, spend over a hundred dollars because those cheap ones they go out, man. The, 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 this, I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I've been through 
the evolution of it. Don't get a cheap one. I get a three-pack of toothbrushes for like six bucks. Come no, on. I was going to say, the last toothbrush I bought, I think, cost me 89 cents. Yeah, but, these, but, but this, you're buying the base, getting, and then you buy the replacement heads. You're not getting not a, a, a You got to get a decent one. You don't have to spend 500 bucks. I bought mine at Costco for like, I think, 130 bucks. Yeah, I think mine was 89 bucks or something like that. But it's where the, worth I mean, it. Yeah, it, it is. Hmm. And it's so first world problem and such a dorky thing to say. say. Yeah, but when you do it with your hand, you know, you're just like, God, I'm working so hard. I'm a but you're still doing it with your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, now the, it just the, moves the bristles for yes. you instead of your hand bristles moving are it. for you. It's yeah. so ridiculous. All right, guys, well, listen. Must be We're a getting hand off brusher. topic. Hey, you know who where, who uses uh, the Sonicare? <laughs> Everybody who tells you that it's it's like the CrossFit. Oh, no, oh, it's not. Uh, the tooth, vegan tooth, thing. Stop that. Stop that. I think he's right. Do you even Sonicare? You sound like an Android. All right, guys. We're off topic. Because I am. Welcome aboard. We got work to do. All right. All right. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I wanna grab them, I wanna shake them, I wanna knock knock. Because boobs, I wanna squeeze them, I wanna slap them, I wanna punch them. Because boobs. Aw, oh, come on. Bring them back. Boobs. Folks, here we are. Time for our real or fake picks, sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret, where Scott will be dancing there very, very soon. Yes, and, what? and as a matter of fact, tomorrow, uh, some of the guys from Scarlet's Cabaret, some of the, the head mucky mucks over there, will be on the air with us talking about their one year anniversary. They're having a big celebration. And then after the show, and I guess we'll Facebook Live this uh-huh. and record this. Uh, some of the girls will be down here teaching King Scott how to dance. Oh, really? Isn't I thought we were going to nice. surprise him. Oh. Wow. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> All right. Thought, yeah, on, I mean, we got desks. We got tables. We, we have got lots here. of stages over right. here. We have a pole right there. Oh, that's right. And so we have Mama Ty's thong upstairs, too, if you need Perfect. one. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> are the freckles still moving on a thing? Or uh, they? Okay. Those weren't freckles. All right. So it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake. <laughs> Unless it is your lock, your lock gets two points if you're right, zero points locked out. If you are wrong, regardless of where the picks, so I guess we were all locked out last week. Uh, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Let's make our picks. A description of photo number one, please. Photo number one, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves some hand bra. And this is great photo. Now, I will tell you, this is different from most hand bras because most hand bras are um, they're basically they're just covering the, uh, the nipples. This one, she's like cupping, Are these lifting, her hands? and you can't see a whole lot, so you don't know. Are these her hands? I would assume. Just I mean, gonna I don't, assume they're different I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if those are her hands. I don't see why they wouldn't be. Yeah, I think they are. You think so? What's making yeah. you think that? I don't know. Her skin tone. Yeah. Well, well I mean, this is very pale boobies. Yeah, your, boobs. your hands see the sun a bit more than. Yeah, but it's her whole base. like chest area, mm. and kind of tan her hand. I don't know. It could be lighting. An illusion? I'm not sure. I don't think that's actually her hair. That's her hair. Uh, I'm going to say real. Photo number one. Tones. I'm also going real here. Moon. Uh, Good for her. Real, please. Jeff. I'm going to go real. And King Scott. And I'm going real as well. Okay. 
all real. Photo number one. All right, let's move on to photo number two. Photo number two, we got ourselves some bubbly boobies here. And, uh, bubbly boobies. We've got uh, uh, some emoji sensors, but uh, these things are massive, and somebody's getting clean. She's taking a bath. She's taking a bath. Yeah. She's kind of squeezing them together with mm-hmm. her Splash. With her forearms. Better not drop that phone. Man, they, these were tough. Same. Mm-hmm. These were some tough ones for me. I think this whole week is very difficult. Uh, King Scott. Photo number two, real or fake? Yeah, this one, back and forth a lot. I uh, ended up on real. Jeff. The uh, the emojis weird me out, especially because it's a kissing emoji, and it has the, the red hearts coming out of the mouth, which are placed, two red hearts are placed. In it. I went, uh, very begrudgingly, I went fake. Okay. I don't think that's a bad pick, Jeff. I, I went real, but I Mm-mm-mm. was... It was a toss-up. It's just tough, man. Tough. I mean, I, I was right there with you, Jeff. Yeah. Plus, I was distracted by all the soap. <laughs> you love soap, don't I do. You? I do. Tony. I went real. Moon. Um, This was a true 50-50 for me, and I flipped a coin and went real. Good for her. <sighs> okay, Jeff on Fake Island. <sighs> that is a lonely, lonely place. No cable, no internet. <laughs> And uh, finally, photo number three. Photo number three. We've got ourselves a Hooters waitress here, or at least somebody that bought a tank top from Hooters. Uh, I mean, straight up booby mugshot here. Uh, great photo. Giant cans. Yeah. Selfie style, by the way. Yep. Selfie style and, you know, uh, a lot of cleave. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of cleave. Deep cleave, they call Deep that. Deep cleave. All right, Moon. Photo number three. Good for her, real. Jeff. This is so tight and they are so big. I believe she works at Ooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from that's all you can see, but I did go real, yes. King Scott. I was wondering if she smiled when she took this and I went real. Tony. I went real. And I have gone real as well. Okay. So we've made our picks. But what's the most confident pick? As we all have four points right now. Yeah, I'm in first. And in last. <laughs> so, King Scott, your most confident pick, your lock. Okay. Well, the one I know is 100% right <clears throat> is the first one, so I locked on that. Lock in. Photo number one. Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. As real, I locked in number one. Moon, your lock of the week. I think y'all are crazy. I locked in real number three. Okay. Locking in real, number three. Tony. I have also locked in real, number three. And I am locking in real, number one. Number one, real. All right. There you have it. Those are the picks. We'll have the results on Friday. Go forth, check them out, <laughs> make your picks, and be there on Friday for the reveal. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, home stretch, folks. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Oops, sorry, Jeff. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. If you Is anybody into care at all about Shark Week? Uh, no. 
No, None. huh? I know it's Zero. very popular. Yeah, it's supremely popular. I watch a little bit of it here and there. After a while, it gets a little educational for me. It gets a little bit too much of, you know what I mean? But See, I, I like the educational part, not the super produced. Stuff. I like the educational part too. I, I mean, I like do like it, but part. after a while, I'm just eh. I just, I, I, I'm listen. I don't really have much interest in marine life. I don't know. I, I'd yeah. rather watch other things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched a little bit of it last yesterday, and there was a part where they were down like 600 meters, and they were looking for this huge shark, and they wound up finding it. You know, that kind of stuff is pretty cool. And to see the marine life that lives down there is ridiculous. Anyway, if you were wondering why they're still doing this after 30 years, because this is the 30-year celebration, here's your answer. Over the past two years, Shark Week has brought in $36 million in ad money for Discovery Channel. $36 million in just the last couple of years. 27 total was $20.2 million, 59% more than their average weekly revenue of $12.7 million. People so love watching deal. the Sharks. Yeah, I know man. it's a big deal, and I know they make a, a big deal out of it. Not for me. A lot of the promos beforehand had Shaquille O'Neal in it, and he was like, "Yeah, the producers of, uh, of the Dis- of the Discovery wanted me to come in for Shack Week, and he thought it was Shack Week. It turned out to be Shark Week." And <laughs> yeah, that is hilarious. Thanks, man. Uh, remember when Bieber was all over the place getting engaged? There were pictures of the, he was just the ring. He was all up in engagements and stuff. There, well, it's already canceled. No. Meanwhile, Selena Gomez celebrated her 26th birthday by beating a record previously held by Beyonce. On Monday, Selena Gomez posted a gallery of photos from her yacht birthday party. The post, which begins with her, just a picture of her. It's a close-up of her. Uh, smiling, beat Beyonce's record for being the fastest ever picture to get a million likes. Wow. On Instagram. Here's the wow part, Mr. Sarcasm, is that it took 13 minutes to get a million likes. That's pretty awesome. 13 minutes. Damn, dude. And I think it's pronounced wow. yacht. What's that? I think it's pronounced yacht. Yacht? Okay. I think uh, Moon's right. As of this morning... Selena's post, that post I was just talking about, 8.4 million likes. Or on the yacht? And what is or it? On the yacht. Is this her sitting on a yacht? It's her just sitting on a yacht during her birthday. Is she in a, is she in a bikini? Uh, there's a couple of pictures of her in a bikini. This particular one that I was just speaking of, she was wearing an off-the-shoulder number. Mm. I believe it was purple. And Beyonce's, uh, her her record uh, was the the one the pregnancy one and then the, the baby, the twin reveal photos. So, interestingly enough... Selena Gomez also beat Beyonce as far as the richest people on Instagram. Her Instagram posts, her social media posting can charge companies. She can charge companies up to $800,000 per post for product placement. Also, $800,000. Selena Gomez beat Beyonce, just literally beat her. Really? With a stick. Didn't know Just that. beat her with a stick. Didn't see any pictures on that, that but I'll take <laughs> your word for it because you're an honest man. On Instagram to get to two million likes. Has anybody seen on Netflix the uh, the trailer? And if you haven't yet, this is up on the blog. It's called for the show called Insatiable. Has anybody seen this? Nah. Oh yeah. Um, shoot, who's in that? Uh, uh, the only person I know is uh, Debbie Reynolds and also um, Alyssa Milano. Oh, maybe Debbie Reynolds, the young Debbie Reynolds, I believe is her name. She's like, I don't know, 20 something. Uh, Debbie uh, Reynolds? Debbie is Reynolds is no, not the old Debbie Reynolds who's dead. It's something Reynolds. I think I thought it was Debbie Reynolds. Anyway, you can see it up on the blog here. And uh, 
It's a it's a show about a lady who or a girl in high school who was big, and then over the summer she lost a bunch of weight. Then she goes back to school and uh, exacts revenge on everybody who used oh. to who used to make fun of her. Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. Oh, Debbie Ryan. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. 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 She. Well. It, she, first of all, her her name was Debbie Reynolds, but she changed it mm. to Debbie Ryan <laughs> about eight minutes ago. So they're saying that hey, look, you're fat shaming. You had a chance. How's that fat shaming? I don't because of the way they're handling. I guess it seems like a story of redemption. Yeah, that's uh, they're and they're using humor. By the way, it's a comedy. But what? 100, 125,000 people have signed a change.org petition calling for them to cancel the show because, quote, this series will cause eating disorders and perpetrate the further objectification of women's bodies. Well, how bodies. did she get thin? Uh, losing weight by dieting and exercising. Okay, as what, a matter of fact. what's bad about promoting that? I don't know. Netflix has yet to comment. Alyssa Milano. She was on another show, but I can't remember what her character's name was. Samantha. That's it. She's got a supporting <laughs> role on the show, and she tweeted, quote, We're not fat-shaming Patty. We're addressing through comedy the damage that occurs from fat What's shaming. What's with encouraging people to be healthy and eat healthy and exercise and lose weight? And I know the point of, oh, you're, you're asking the question, if over the summer she stuck her it's finger down her throat and, no, no, I'm talking about, like, how she lost oh, yeah. the weight. If she did it in an unhealthy way, then I could see maybe people going, well, wait a minute. Yo, Don't that, stick your finger down that, your throat. That Debbie Ryan girl is awesome. Yeah. She is so smart, so Let talented. Let me see a picture. Can you give me a picture there, uh, Dude, Tom? she is awesome. If you look up, like, what details was she on? about her. She was on uh, Sweet Life. Long of, Shots, uh, too. She was on that show, Long Shots. And then she was on a, a show called Jesse, and that's how my kids know her. My maybe kids are obsessed with that show. Yeah, so my, she, my kids both know her. I know her from being a kid on, on like, Disney or Nickelodeon. Or whatever. Wow, she looks like if Chrissy Teigen and Demi Lovato had a kid. Yeah, totally yeah, cool. yeah. But she is super smart. I'm pretty And sure I would like to see them make a baby. <laughs> Let me get my phone out. I'm sure that Jesse... That doesn't even look like the same person, though. I'm pretty sure that Jesse show, um, she, like, produced or created, so she owned it all. Crazy smart business. Yeah, well, good for her. Nice, nice looking too. And she's she, grown up and gone down a good path too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she's, Except she's fat shaming. Yeah, other than that. Still, I think she's still dating uh, Josh from 21 Pilots too. All right, multiple choice here. Lamar Odom is safe, don't worry, after gunshots were fired while the former NBA star was A, attending church, B, helping out with Habitat for Humanity, or C, eating at Hooters. I'm going to go with both A and C. You're partially right. What if he was building a Hooters for Habitat for Humanity? <laughs> Which was part of a church mission. Uh-huh. He was actually just eating at Hooters, you guys. Uh, members of Odom's entourage were involved in a verbal dispute. This was at a Hooters restaurant in Queens. Uh, are the Hooters open 24 hours there or something? I have no idea. Because the story says, quote, early in the morning of July 19th. He was uh, eating at one of the outdoor tables. Maybe, maybe they weren't open because he was eating at one of the outdoor tables. Shots were fired by members of another group before the other group ran away from the scene. No clear description is available of the other people, of course. He was not an intended target or involved in the dispute at all, but he was there. And he actually had to go to social media and say, hey, look, I'm cool. I was not involved in any way whatsoever. Uh, so, Wetsy on Twitter says, uh, on that show, the Alyssa Milano show. Uh-huh. Insati- insatiable. Insatiable. Uh, she has her jaw wired shut after being hit, so she didn't lose weight. Really? I didn't show that at all in the trailer. 
Hmm. That's weird. Exercise. I, I don't know. Huh. I, I'm just taking her word for Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. And well, she says it's a story of redemption because being fat is something you need to be redeemed of from. Hmm. I thought I watched the whole trailer. I don't remember seeing that. I was I don't working, know if you're but, right or if she's right. Or uh, maybe it's a combo of both. I'll go with her, probably. That Selena Gomez uh, photo that, that yeah. got a million in 13, 13 minutes. How many likes do you think it has total today, right now? Three million. I'm going to go 74. How about you, Tone? Five million. 8.9 million likes. Huh. Unbelievable. Uh, Tom Cruise uh, has got his sixth Mission Impossible movie coming out on Friday. Business Insider decided to rank all 42 of his movies. Best and worst. I got the top 10. Best, top 10, worst. Or bottom 10. Jerry Maguire. On which list, sir? Best. That's got to be best. Uh, Vanilla Sky will be on the worst list. Number five for Jerry Maguire on the best. You know, Vanilla Sky wasn't that bad. Oh, Eyes Wide Shut has to be on the worst. This is what it no, says wait, on the article. On the best. For what it's worth, Vanilla Sky, which is arguably his most polarizing movie. Cameron Crowe. 11th, uh, 11th on the worst list. Um, Eyes Wide like Shut's Eyes on Wide the Shut. best. That's a great movie. Eyes Wide Shut, I liked that one. Yeah, of course you did. Is it on the worst list? Eyes Wide Shut is not on either one of them, at least in the top ten. You know what obscure obscure one that not a lot of people saw that was great was Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow was eight on the best list. Edge of Tomorrow was great. Yeah, that movie's awesome. They changed the name of that, didn't they? Yeah, it was uh, Live, Die, Repeat or something like that. What about uh, Collateral? What about Risky Business got to be on the good list? Oh, yeah, Rain Man. Risky Business, not in the top ten on the good mm-hmm. list. Rain Man has to be there. Rain the Man's number six, yeah. Rain Man is number six. Tal- uh, not Talladega Nights. Gun. Days of Thunder. Top Gun. Okay, Outsiders, no. Days what did of you Thunder's say? On the Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is not on either one of the Cold top trickle. tens, at least. Top Gun. Top ten, here we go. Best. Number ten, Mission Impossible, 1996. Okay. Number nine, Interview with a Vampire. This is the, the good list. Oh, yeah, Number eight, Edge of Tomorrow. Number seven, uh, Top Gun. Well, th- this new Mission Impossible movie, by the way, is getting great reviews. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Ra- saying it's amazing. Rain Man at number six, Jerry Maguire, A Few Good Men, number four, Magnolia, number three, Color of Money, number two, number one oh, yeah, of his top ten best. Cocktail. Cocktail's got to be a worst Cocktail's, what a great movie that oh, is. Oh, I, I didn't like that. No. I love it. It's terrible, but I love it. Can you give us a hint? Um, It came out in 1989. Is this best? Yes. 89. 1989. Ooh, hang on, hang on. Interview the Vampire was early 90s. Very gritty movie. Very gritty. What is it? Born on the 4th of July. Uh, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, wow, really? It's a a very gritty movie, isn't it? No legs? Oh, no, I've never seen that. Uh, The Bottom 10. Far and Away. Never saw it. Lions for Lambs, Oblivion. What's the one where he plays a samurai? I was just going to say that. The Last Samurai. The Last Samurai is not that bad. Jack Reacher, Mission Impossible 2. Jack Reacher was good. Jack Reacher is pretty cool. Which is the one he's in a taxi with? uh, with Collateral. Collateral, okay. Losing It. Don't know that one. The Mummy. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Endless Love. And Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Yeah, and then it lists it lists the Mission Impossible ones if you want as far as good or bad it goes. Uh, Mission Impossible two, three, Rogue Nation, Fallout, Ghost Protocol, and then 1996's Mission Impossible. Nice first day back. I had fun, fellas. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. Hey, thank no, you thanks. so much. You're welcome, King Scott. Thank you. Blog and podcast. 1057thepoint.com slash Rias. 
Moon, what do we got? Charges filed after a man allegedly shot another man at another man with a crossbow and then made him dance with the rifle. Dance, partner, dance. And then uh, the title it says it all. And the story to go along with the title is on the blog with everything else that we covered today. And the title is, He's Got Buckets of Gas in His Garage. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. 1057thepoint.com slash He's Got Buckets Ridge. of Gas in His Garage. Uh, plus, make your real or fake picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. We talked about the Uber driver that was uh, recording everybody. And we reached out to him and gave him a chance to come on the air. And he uh, politely declined. But just so you know, just so you know, it's out. You know, we put it out there. Hey, man, if you want to come on, all good. He said no. And we heard from one of his alleged victims as well. Well, I would not or if I called a customer, customer. Customer, how's that? Sorry, customer. customer. Would you be pissed, Donnie? I would not be happy. Not in the slightest. If you didn't tell me that you were recording what what I was saying and doing, no, yeah. I would not be happy. It's great. And I do think that it sort of fu- runs a fine line between customer slash victim. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, Donnie. It's legal. Doesn't make it right. Boo. Doesn't make it right. That's all I'd like What do you say. got coming up? Uh, well, we will obviously talk about our uh, Radiothon that gets going about this time tomorrow. I've got a ton of stuff to give away today. Uh, so, uh, you know, hang out with me. I think the enormity of what's about to happen is, uh, is sinking in a little bit. Can you believe this is our last Wednesday here? Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy, but and and like like it, it bums me out a little until I go over to the new building and that badass new studio with that badass new board yeah. and that view, and I'm ready to go. I just gotta, you know, we got to pack up our office, and that's a daunting task, dude. I have boxes of thousands of CDs in my office, and I didn't even think about. Did they like, give you boxes? Because we don't have any boxes. Oh no, dude! I brought mine from home from when we from when we moved. Oh, you got to bring your own boxes? Well, I don't know if that's the case. I'm just saying that's the way that I chose to go. I would assume that's what we're gonna have yeah, to do. Way it'll be. But I got a ton of boxes. We gotta get our own boxes. Yes, I can bring them. I got you. I don't know. All of our stuff's gonna smell like bananas. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I mean, myself, Jeff, and Moon. Like we have today and Monday. That's it. Yep. Yeah, I think I may come back on Saturday. I told Jeff upstairs I may come back on Saturday just to. I have to drive you down here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's gonna uh, drive me and record me in the (laughs) backseat. Streaming on my grinder account. Uh-huh, that's right. Pretty that's good. right. Uh, all right. Uh, tomorrow, John Patrico's here. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Mm-hmm. Three brand new ads for you. And uh, don't forget, the uh, the fellas get locked in uh, around this time tomorrow up at Gingham's for 24 hours. All right. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Andrea Cohn one more time from Caseyville. Yeah! Yeah! And she wants to hear this song from this band. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Okay. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.